Put me in your sack. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're closing out Pride Month with Everything for You by Chloe Lease. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I think like I would love to have at this point like some sound clip of like, you know, <laughs> it's like Darude Sandstorm or something. <laughs> for Pride Month. <laughs> for Pride Month. I'm best always month. sad for the end of June. Like, it makes me really sad. It's like it's like Christmas. Everyone oh, everyone yeah. sees me happier. And... Yes. I mean, you know, maybe not today so much or yesterday, but no. But uh, yep. But um, like everyone, you know, just like companies are like, let's put rainbows on fucking everything, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The answer yes. is yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yes, future please. is female, and thank you, yes. And thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, hey, Ray. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I can't even muster it up singing. Do you have a bright spot this week? Um, I'm... In this absolute hellscape of a week. Well, let me think. Um, hmm. Oh, okay, so... <clears throat> you sent me something pretty awesome yesterday, or on Did Thursday. It? Was it Thursday? It wasn't yesterday. It was Thursday, I believe, right? Where it was... Oh, no, it was last night. Wait, what the fuck day is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't last night, because I read this book last night. No, oh, okay, um, it yeah, was right. Thursday night, where you sent me a whole fuck ton of stuff your Kindle. Because oh, yeah. you sent me a text stuff that just said, stuff your Kindle. I said, yeah. excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> What? Like, click on the link. It... <laughs> yeah, but I, I got the one. I just got your thing first, and I was like, "Right, uh, what? Um, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, how do you know what I'm looking at? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Up your butt and around the corner. Anyhow, um, and so that was pretty awesome. So I got a whole fuck ton. Like, I think I might have purchased because. So what it is? It's like it's all the all of these are free. They're yeah, all zero like dollars. Yeah. yeah. So I think I maybe purchased 30 books. Yeah. So to find the book that we rented this week, I had to go back through all of oh, them yeah. to get to it. I actually but. still from the last Stuff Your Kindle Day, I actually didn't get anything on Thursday um, because I was like, for, I had to get some work done. And so I was mm-hmm. like, I can look afterward. And then like by the time I just forgot, essentially. Um Anyway, the last Stuff Your Kindle Day, I bought so many books that I still, like, when I'm scrolling oh, back looking uh-huh. for things, there's still books I've never read. Oh, I I have to do that. My big thing is I have to actually open the book and then go to About This Book in my Kindle and mm. be like, what the fuck is this book about? Because I don't do even I, remember. Why, did why I do I have this? this? Why do I yep. have this? Yeah. Well, and I, I asked you, I said, has anybody, like, used up all their Kindle space before? Okay, so I was wondering that, and... I think after a while, um, and definitely this happens in the app, but I assume this also happens on the Kindle device, that mm-hmm. after a while, if you have not opened a book, it like puts it, it back in the cloud. It cloud. removes mm-hmm. it from the actual device and just leaves it on the cloud. Right. 
Right. Like so a lot of times, well, what I'll do is I'll remove it. Therefore, yeah. no one will ever run out of space because your Kindle will just like remove it for you. A lot of times when I've read something that it's actually my purchased, I will just remove it from the Kindle after I've done with it. Unless I want to eat, because then I can always call it back up at some other point. Yeah. Um, the other it just bright spot. And I was good. I told you, I'm pulling it. I'm fucking pulling a page from Dan. Dan's uh, page, uh-huh. you know, uh, um, notebook here. I'm going to say, if you guys have not had Tajin seasoning, um, it's fucking amazing because it is a blend of p- mild chili peppers and also like lime. It's lime, chili peppers, and sea salt. And if you want something that's like, here's a little that bit of heat, really but there's delicious. no heat. It's fucking amazing. Like, I put it on a whole ton of shit. I, I don't know how I found it. It was like, I was making my order. I'm like, I can't remember why I, I looked it up, but um, it, it, it like recommended itself to me or whatever. I was like, this sounds pretty good. And um, it's, it is, it's like, it's nice because it's like, it has heat, but it doesn't. Like, it's, it's so, it's so, um. It, well, the really lime weird. would like mellow it out, but there's not even like. like it's really interesting. You can get, it, you know, and I think it's the same with um. There's there's certain sort of um. Ween and I have talked about. There's like a certain kind of pepper that like a canned peppers that they get. They're like chipotle peppers, where if you get the 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 um smokiness, that's the word I'm coming mm. for. Smokiness without the spice. So okay, okay, yeah. You can find it at any of your grocery stores, but I would totally recommend it. They put it in fucking everything. I put that shit on everything. Yep. 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 Um, that's Frank's technically, but I'm looking forward to trying that. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I use it in guacamole. I use it in salsa. <sighs> I, you know, I put it on chicken before. The as best I... thing about summer is guacamole. I mean, I, I can, I, I can days say. Longer days <laughs> and guacamole. Yeah, I mean, I would say you can have guac all, all year round. Well, I know, but like the guac three sixty five. Yeah, but this the is avocados true. are better in the summer. Avocados are really fucking expensive right now. FYI. Everything is really it's fucking expensive, expensive right but now. Avocados right now, three dollars a piece. Jesus, I didn't even look because I do Instacart. Like I don't even know. I I'd, I'd have to look. Thank you, yeah. Aldi though. Oh well, is that, yeah, I'm going through Meyer. So yeah, I do like Meyer. There's no, there's none anywhere near me. But yeah, yeah. I like that I could go and get like um I could, I could get like plant food and the same <laughs> and fertilizer in my yeah. same order as getting groceries. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anywho, Veronica. Yeah. Tell me something good. <laughs> okay, I do legitimately have a bright spot, which I did not think I was gonna have. Like you and I were joking yesterday. I was like, my bright spot? I mean, Digging from the well, you know. Um, I mean, that's why I joke because what was Dan's one day was like crushed bre- red, crushed red pepper flakes. <laughs> I was like, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, I will say, um, I sort of have like, I should say, I have two. Okay, so even though yesterday was a fucking disaster of epic proportions, at the end of the day, the Senate and the House both passed the first gun safety bill. In almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And today Biden signed it. So that is a very big deal. Very yeah. big deal. There it's are some what really 90% it's not, of the fucking country wanted. It's and it's not enough, but it's a start. It's a and start. So it, it start. will help. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Um, the other bright spot is that after two and a half years in season three of COVID, 
My daughter got her first fucking COVID <gasps> shot today. Yay! So now you can go places. No, we probably still want. I mean, first of all, it's her first shot. Mm. And because of her age group, she has to get three shots before it's actually, like, considered, before she's considered fully vaccinated. Well, because there's a certain event that's coming up on Tuesday, and I was going to ask if you wanted to go. What is Tuesday? Ween sent us, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, That's outside, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean. Because I thought maybe we would, you know, represent our podcasts. Oh, that would be a good idea. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, so... You I know, love it. I love, yes, I love both of those things. It will be literally two and a half months before she is fully vaccinated. Still is a step. Uh, it's a start. And uh, she will be more equipped for school in the fall. Yay! Yeah. That's it, man. I like it. I mean, this week has been a month. Yeah, it's been pretty fucking terrible. Um, we were talking about my lipstick before we started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please tell me you were about your lipstick. Happy to. This lipstick is called Fuck Kavanaugh. <laughs> it's literally the name of it. It's like from it. Lip Slut. I don't know if they still make this shade, but uh, if they do, uh, buy it. Um, Lip Slut is awesome. They donate. Uh, it's literally run by, like, one woman. Oh. And um, She every... makes them all herself? No, I mean, she doesn't make them all herself, but, like, she's the only person who, like, distributes them. She's, she creates them all. She packs them all. Like, mm, she's mm-hmm. the person. Oh, got she, it, got She it, has, it. like, a manufacturer who creates them, but, like, she's coming up with the formulas. She is, like, mm-hmm. figuring out shades, naming them, shipping everything. She runs the show. Cool. Um, and they donate a portion of every sale to a charity. So, and that, that'll, like, vary based on, um what the uh what the lipstick is named after after Mm, mm -hmm. it started with one called fuck trump Mm -hmm. and has gone from there they also i have another one that's called um uh notorious rbg and so like for example when she when that one was for sale all of the charities you get to like pick from a drop down and then Mm -hmm. whoever gets the most votes that's who she donates the money to Mm -hmm. um it was a bunch of like it. It all of them related to things that RBG fought for, so oh, gotcha. it was like voting rights and women's rights and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. It's that is pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. I do love it. Um, she's come out with like a whole bunch of other things, um, but uh, yeah, that's what it is. I love it. It's, it's like gorgeous. a dark burgundy. It is gorgeous. Thank like you. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I also have one called Feminist as Fuck. It's very red. Well, it was I think we should. For the Women's March. I think we're going to link to that in our description mm. for this episode. I will get the link. Thank you. Link me up. Hey, I got something for you. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> so, is it if the you fall guys have of the patriarchy? Oh, I wish. Oh. Um, so, if you guys have not listened to the booze booze and blood podcast where our beautiful veronica guested one it was one of the most super fun it was super fun again she's allowed to come back whenever the fuck she wants if she can handle it (laughs) because i wouldn't make her watch something horrible i think you could i think you could have watched like nightmare on elm street too i think you could have handled that one well again like for me it depends on what is scary to me is not necessarily scary to other people like for example the exorcist has never scared me Nightmare on Elm Street didn't scare me either because I just, I'm like, well, you have to let him in. 
you know, like right. I it's it's things like I don't think that I could have watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I grew up on a farm and it's just like a little too, like I was surrounded by cornfields. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, and honestly, like I'm glad that we picked the ones we did because I think I think Red State would have bothered you. Although we yeah. can't fucking do Red State because it's not streaming it's not, anywhere. Yeah. I'm going to probably buy it just because I really liked it. But uh, I think Red State would have bothered you. It bothered me. That's enough to that way. I mean, it's one of the movies that resonates with me. That as and, and I've seen, as I've said on this podcast before, I've seen some shit, guys. I've seen some <laughs> things. I've seen some things. <laughs> shit. Um, I've seen some horrible shit. So, um, I mean, and I'm meaning that in the worst way. So, if I if it bothers me, you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyhow, but if you've not listened, she's fantastic, and it's it's a wonderful episode. We had such a blast. Thank you. Um, I was listening we, the other day. I really did like. I loved being there. It was super fun. It was really and fun. I laughed like listening. Like I laughed again. <laughs> there were some things that I I just I giggled just uh, constantly uh, as I was editing it. Um, yeah, we talked about. Um, James Whale as uh, the old dark house and uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Um, so, um, but on that episode, <laughs> our well, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil. So go and want go listen to the episode. But I was gonna say you brought a little bit um, a little bit of uh, CLBC to B three, and yes, so I did. I, it was super fun. I really enjoyed that. You guys were hysterical doing that. <laughs> uh, um. Okay, so I've got something for you. Beautiful. Hmm. Can't wait. Want to know which rom-com leading man would ask you out? Yes. Plan your yes, ideal date and we'll reveal who it is. Okay. Okay. What okay. time okay. <laughs> What time does the date start? 5 p.m., 6.30, 8, 10, 11. Last ones. I'm flexible, so I'll let my date decide. Uh, okay, hang on. First of all, what, what day is this taking place? I have to fucking this- work. I'm not ready say, at five. Who say. the fuck is ready at five? Also, doesn't what say. are we doing? How long is this date? Can we just talk about the time okay, first? Fine. Okay. Um, read them to me again. Five, six, thirty, eight, ten, eleven. Or I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Eight. Eight. I like that time. I do too. Um, what will you wear? Something casual, something sporty, something bold, something cute, or something dressy? Or it depends on where we go. So this is like a first date, presumably. I would so. mm-hmm. Casual, sporty, bold, cute, dressy depends. Uh, but depends is like a. It is a real answer, but it's also a cop out answer, right? Because like the answer is it depends. What are we doing? Like, are right. we going to dinner in a movie? Are we? Personally, like myself, I pick bold just because it's kind of that in between. Could be casual, could be sporty, could be cute, could be dressy. Who knows? See, like I guess, like my, I'm thinking dressy because I'd probably wear a dress. Okay. It would probably not. Be, it wouldn't be like a formal dress. It would just be like a a dress, casual, but, chill dress, but right, a dress nonetheless. Um, where do you and your date choose to stop for a meal? Ooh. A food truck, a modern restaurant, some place with an awesome view, a fancy restaurant. A cafe or a diner. Someplace with an awesome view. And the picture that they have accompanying that is like like on a lake somewhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What will you order from the restaurant? Pho, 
tacos, a salad, pizza, ravioli, or a burger? Uh, burger, and he will probably, um, I would imagine, make fun of me when I eat it with a knife and fork, because I just will, because I would ruin my lipstick otherwise. See, I'd go to pho, just because I fucking love pho. So delicious. I can't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. What topic do you bond over during the meal? Family, work, pop culture, philosophy, a hobby you both love, or sports? Family, work, pop culture. I was going to read them again to you. No, I understand. I think it probably is going to be sports, because I have a lot of opinions, and I'm from Cleveland. So... What date surprises you with your date surprises you with a gift? What is it? Is it a romantic playlist? Oh, I fucking love that. Oh, my God. A, you make me a fucking mixtape. Right. A bouquet of flowers, a piece of jewelry. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> fuck. No, no, no. Who are you, Tony Stark? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. I mean, again, if Tony Stark's giving me some jewelry, I'm taking it. Um, oh, a box of chocolates, a handwritten letter. Uh, the fuck creeper? A candle. No. No, I mean, there's one answer to this, right? There's one answer to this, and it's the first one. Yep. What it was? It is it? a romantic playlist. Yes, that's it. I don't want any of those other things. I literally no. want none of those other things, no. including flowers, because I actually don't. I mean, while I think They're flowers fine. are very pretty, I get sad because they're just going to die. So it right. feels like a waste of money to me. Right. I mean, I'm the same, because I even, I, I was actually watering my plants before we yeah. started and i have i have roses everywhere and i was like oh i could cut these and put them I'm like why why am i gonna do and then that they're gonna die they're gonna die so if i just leave them where they are they yeah. remain pretty yeah and yeah. i can enjoy them uh-huh. um where will we where will you go after dinner out for a walk a carnival the beach a movie a sports game or a concert this was a tough one i'm too old for concerts they're too fucking loud um also now like crowds people Right, like mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm gonna say the carnival. Beach. Walk on the okay. beach, take okay. off my shoes. I'm feeling the carnival just because I want to go. I want you to go hit that thing where yeah. you can yeah, show your strength. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. uh-huh. and win some, win a really bad looking Stewie Griffin. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. What's the last stop you make before the date ends? Your favorite bookstore, a nighttime view, a coffee shop, an art gallery, an ice cream shop, or an arcade? Oh my God! Well, this one for me. Well, I mean, I know which one you're going to pick. Yeah, I'm right. going to pick a coffee shop, though. Okay. FYI, there's a, there is an arcade. There's a barcade here in town. I still haven't gone to yet. Anyhow. Near <clears> you. <throat> yeah. Oh, like, yeah, right? Um, Weed and I, I, I have to tell him, like, we need to go. We just go do it. Okay, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what does your date end with? A good night kiss, a hug, a handshake, you and your date sharing how much fun you had together, you two planning your next date, your date telling a hilarious joke. I kind of like these. None of them were like, you fuck. Right. I, there's no kiss in there, though? A good night kiss, a hug, oh, a handshake, goodness. you and your date sharing how much fun you had together, you two planning your next date, and your date telling a hilarious joke. That was a tough one. I mean, that is tough because like you could, I mean, the sparks could be there, but you could just be like, I don't know. Like if I'm, you know, because if he's shy. Yeah, but I want that kiss though. Are we going for a kiss then? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm if okay it was a good a, date, I'm okay. like I'm assuming yeah. this is a good date. Yeah. Cause I, I wouldn't mind a hug. Hug's okay too. I'm okay with a hug. Yeah. I mean, at this point in my life. 
I'll take anything. Anyhow. Human <laughs> 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 contact, especially after COVID. Like, <laughs> yeah. Please, just put your arms around me. Okay. Um. Skin to skin contact. Like we're babies and we need kangaroo care. Like, <laughs> put me, put me in your sack. <laughs> Have that on a shirt. Put me in your sack. Your sack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing that down. I want it on a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Although that could possibly be a bad thing for people who want to like abduct people. Put me in your sack. from the human trafficking capital of the world actually <laughs> oh my god oh. i don't know oh like not a funny joke but also kind of funny joke um I have tears in my eyes. all right <laughs> dabbing my eyes oh my i'm using one of my bar my barb my bar towels Wait, oh okay. my god okay okay oh <laughs> lastly describe the date in one word fun exciting sweet unique special romantic oh Uh, I think fun. Okay. Oh God, who is it? It's you gonna got... be someone I hate. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. he's real handsome. Oh God, Nick from Crazy Rich Asians. So oh, Henry nice. Golding, yeah, I'm Golding, okay with right? it. Yeah, yeah. You and Nick are going to enjoy an extravagant night out that you'll never forget. He'll love you so much that it won't be long before he introduces you to his family. Oh God, he's so fucking good looking. Mm-hmm. Why did he make that last Christmas movie with that girl who can't act? God. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, do you remember that? Like, like it was two years ago. No, three. Three years ago now. He made that, that last Christmas where it was based on that song by uh, Wham. Oh, my God. And it's Why do I that... secretly love that song? I guess it's oh, not I love a it too. anymore. Okay. I love it, too. But it is literally like, I gave you my heart. He's like, he, he was, he died. You don't find out to the end. I'm ruining it for everybody who's not seen this movie. Because <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. So he died. And gave, he was a heart. He was a heart. Like he was a, um, a donor. And so he gave Amelia whatever the hell her name. She's a horrible actress from Game of Thrones. Um, oh, Amelia Clark. Is that her name? Amelia Clark. I don't Clark. know. She's, I think that's it. Uh, guys, she's the one of the worst actresses on the planet. I mean, I'm... Oh, oh, I see. Okay. I'm I looking mean, it's, at, like, yeah. IMDb. Last Christmas, you gave me your heart. I gave you wow. my heart. I gave you my heart. Yup. And so she's seeing him, and he's a ghost, but he's not. Because he is, but he's not. How fucking stupid is this? Oh, stupid okay. city. Got it. Yeah. I mean... He went from crazy rich Asians to that piece of garbage. It's upsetting. It is upsetting. Because he's talented and he's hot. But guess what? We're going to see a little bit more of him coming up. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, speaking of, do we want to talk a little bit about Bridgerton? Yeah, let's quickly um, talk about Bridgerton. Because I got a card that we got to read. 
Oh, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we found out recently what the third season of Bridgerton's going to be. We so, did. It is going to be... Um, we're going to divert from the timeline and we're going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be Paula and it's going to be Colin and, 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 uh, and Penelope. So I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I know I, I'm, I just, I'm at this point with this show. I am so fucking, you know, the bar is, is literally under sea at this point. It's below <laughs> sea level. I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm interested. I'll put it that way. I I think like at, they also have diverted so much mm-hmm. from the storyline, and I, I would assume because anybody who's read the series is, knows that like by fourth, I mean, the fourth book is pretty much what they've already given away. Yeah. So it's um, I can see it being a combination of the two, and I think they probably still they will probably introduce Benedict. Introduce Benedict, like and, yeah, yeah, because they, but I, mean, I think. I, like, I wonder if the fourth book is, like, if Colin and Penn's book is just more popular, and so they don't want to wait, you know? I think, honestly, I think it's because of, I think it's because of the actors, honestly. Because you've got those friends who, like, he's never noticed her, and da 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 da, da and, yeah. and they do, they are adorable together. Yeah, they are. And, and I think, you know, the fan base loves them. They do. So, and, like, I wonder they, if they're trying to capitalize on that. I assume Benedict's story has not gotten the same. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, because we don't also don't have a uh, Sophie. We don't have a Sophie. Yeah. So, and I think that's probably the the point, too, is they might be wanting to milk it as much as they possibly, because maybe it doesn't get renewed. Who knows? I mean, we don't know if it gets going to well, get they, renewed for they have season. a season three and a four already. They've renewed both. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, so but I, I wonder mean, if they'll write them together and like introduce Sophie during season three. Didn't did you say they yeah. happen concurrently? No. Oh, they don't. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Um, although, wait, hold on. I'm trying to remember. Um, no, because. I'm trying to fucking remember. I'm trying to remember because there's not much of of Sophie. There, Sophie and Benedict are together in four, but like four jumps, like four starts, and they oh, jump ahead. Right. So, I I think probably it seems like they've really consolidated in the show because, because yeah. Colin travels for like a while. Yes, he does. Like I, and maybe that's what they're going to try to do. Is but it's like also at the same time these actors are so young. I mean, Luke is like twenty one, twenty two, and it's like, and Benedict's supposed to be like, you know, thirty, thirty one. When I say Benedict, I meant to say, um, sorry, Anthony. Colin is, yeah, Colin is supposed to be oh, in, in his book, book right? It, yeah. It's supposed to be thirty and thirty one. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got my names confused because but i mean luke is young and they both look and he looks young young. they both look young i mean i think i think um nicola might be a little bit older but still like still look very young she's supposed to be 29 in the books she's 29 in her fourth book yeah and i know they're not gonna like i I, because they've already said they're not gonna do anything with the weight stuff which is fine i'm fine with that completely fine because she should if there were they were going to do something they would have done it by the second book because that's when that's when they start talking about that right right so if if you're gonna leave it though i mean she's a beautiful woman she's a beautiful girl leave it leave it um but if you're not gonna do anything if you're gonna do anything i guess it's fine to like not make her 29 
I guess. I mean, I, I'm glad that they're not telling the actress, like, well, your character loses, like, a ton of weight, so you also need to lose a ton of weight. Oh, that I'm would fine. have infuriated I'm, me. No, I'm fine with that. I mean, just the fact that it's, like, she's... There's something about the story is, like... Be, like, I can't wait till you read it, because, like, for when you... Because she, she's gone through a lot at 29. It's, like, yeah. she's... I don't care about the weight stuff. I mean, that really doesn't even have much to do with the the book is the fact that she's like independent at this point. Like at 29, she's like, I'm fine with never, you know, I'm, I'm okay with not getting married. I'm fine with that. And, and being like independently wealthy because she's fucking whistled down and she's been Mm -hmm. stashing that money away. So I think there's something they're taking away from that, that I kind of don't like already. Yeah. By not making her older, because I mean she's still in that age where she's, you know, she's on the marriage mart. Right. So, anyhow, but we learned that recently, so we want to bring that up just because. Yeah, we're excited about it. We don't have yeah. any like release date of when that's coming out, but no. Um, Someone asked if it was coming out uh, July. Of why like, would you think that? Because July are is stupid. next week, people. It's also the same people who thought that. <laughs> oh, that Ray Page st- was coming back. Well, no, that this was historically accurate. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm a little concerned I, about critical thinking skills. I'm worried about our educational system. I'm not going to lie exactly. sometimes. That's, that's yeah. my point. Uh-huh. Yeah, like when I listen to like uh, You're Dead to Me and they always have an American on and they're like, so what do you know about history? And they're like, well, not much because I was taught by the gym teacher. Perfect. Cool. Or the football coach. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Excellent. Yep. That's where we put Feeling history. Good. That's where Feeling we put history. Good. We put history down at the Oh, we need we need history. We need a history teacher. I think Anybody? it's really apparent. Yeah. That, Bueller. that Americans don't know history very well. No, no. No, they don't they don't want to they don't want to look at history cuz god, somebody would show their flaws. It's also very whitewashed. So. Mm, anyhow, I got some cards for you. Score. Okay, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one of these year Please of sex it. cards. Ooh, I should bring up our um, spreadsheet while we're here. Yeah, spreadsheet. Ayo. Ayo. All right. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, like, when I was making sure I had the right deck, right side of the deck, I was like, oh, that one. And then I actually pulled it. <clears throat> Let me pull up my David Attenborough for you. <clears throat> that's not the one that's dead. No, it's Richard. Anyhow. Um... <laughs> Richard, Richard was <laughs> spared no expense. Um, deep seated. Oh, this is a wild card. There's no, there's no heat on it. Oh, you can't see it. Son I of a bitch. It. There's, it's just wild. It's wild. It could be, it could be as fucking hot as you want it to be, as hard as you want it to be. Okay. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh huh. Technique: a very deep penetration position. She leans over the front of a chair with her right leg raised. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right leg raised. He kneels behind her and holds a shoulder while penetrating and gradually deepening, deepening his thrusts. I, I, I've not read a book with that in it. I, I don't think I have. I mean, I've read doggy style, but not when right. the leg is pulled up but over But also, the- she's like, just, like her I hands are on the seat of there the you chair? Go. Oh, Ah, oh, there we go. Going. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have not I've seen porn. You've seen it in porn. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Come on, <laughs> come on. 
<laughs> I told you I've seen some things. <laughs> I have not read anything with that position no, I haven't in either. it. No. If you have, dearest listener, you let us know. Yeah, yeah, because we'll add it to our. Uh, we'll our add list. it to our steamy. Uh, steamy creamy positions. summer. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. Want to talk about this book? I do. I do, too. I really I'm very do. excited. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I'm very Yay. excited. Very excited. All um, right. So we're going to be back in two and two. What are we going to go do? We're going to take a brief respite. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back, and we're going to talk about... Everything for you. <laughs> Thank you, because I forgot that name of it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you saw that look in my eye, like, oh! Exactly. Your eyes got big all of a sudden. You're like, shit. Like... Because I have a brain like a sieve. Anyhow. Swiss cheese brain. And we're back. We're back, bitches. Holla. Holla. <laughs> Little giggle. <laughs> dollar dollar bills, y'all. Um, mm. If you were from wherever, you would do. Um, so we're going to talk about this wonderful book. Mm-hmm. I think, I, honestly, I'm going to thank you for picking this book because we were trying to decide what we were going to do. Because we gave uh, Lee lists of, like, here are, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we knew we were going to do um, A Lady for a Duke. So we said, you know, here are our female, female, and here are our male, male lists. Mm-hmm. And we found, we went through on uh, Thank You uh, All About Romance because they had a list of, like, and they had them, um, but I, I just did all the A-rated books. A, A minus a plus rated books and so i just made a list and i said we said you pick and then whatever you know whichever you ones you don't want to do we'll do for you know either either one yeah so we knew we were doing three episodes because we extended pride month because we love it yeah um and um we wanted to do a female female because like we just had never so we figured we'd break it up Mm -hmm. like do one female female do one male male yeah, and and Lee happened to pick the the female female, the female, which was female. Fam- I know, which I loved. I, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. And then All about um, it, you and I had both read a Chloe Lee's before. Uh huh. We read and, Always Only You. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you said, "Let's do this one," and I said, uh-huh. "Yes, let's do this one." Because then you- it sounded like gay culty culty whatever. It, yeah, Mariana Zapata culty. Yeah, uh-huh. it sounds like gay culty. But um, it's when it but comes to find out it's it's not that it's real something quick, else. You find out that it's essentially Ted Lasso. Yep, yep. It's like Roy Kent and Ted Lasso. Like if Ted Lasso were Jamie Tart, but like Jamie yeah. Tart's personality is gone. It's Ted Lasso's personality. Mm-hmm. Yep. In a young body, yeah. like Jamie Tart's. Yeah, it's. It's good, guys. It's real mm-hmm. fucking good. And mm-hmm. when did, and it just came out too. It came out what last month? Uh, hang on, I just pulled it up, and then I immediately went to go look at something else. Um, I mean, because lot of, maybe lot I of have my... ADHD. Um, yes, it did just come out May twenty twenty two. Yeah, my my heart cockles were burning a lot in this book. They burned a lot, um, but there was also a lot of angst. But not car crash angst, so I was okay no, with that. No, 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 no. It was it's angsty in that like there you have there was, two yeah. characters who are in different stages, stages of their lives, and yeah. so like it's just. But never did I ever think that these two were never going to get back together. 
No. There was there was no in, in my brain there was Taylor never Swift going did not pop in there and say we are never ever ever getting, getting back, back together. together. No, there was never like, a ever. possibly not a HEA on the horizon. No, we we knew that no. there would be an HEA. Um no. in fact a, like it's a romance novel. <laughs> also, the the cover kind of gives it away a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Uh okay. A little bit because I, soon as I saw what one of them was wearing, I was like, "That's where we're going with that." Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't think mm-hmm. about that at the time, but mm-hmm. that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. God. Would you like to give a summary of this beautiful book? I really do. <laughs> I also have to say I love the name Gavin. Oh, I do too. I don't know oh, why. Gavin and Oliver, my two fucking favorite. Yeah, I mean, really, like, she was like, what names would Ray like? I mean, it just really, you nailed it, Chloe. (sighs) Okay. I really do, like, I love this book so much. Um, Spoiler alert. All right, so this is book five um, in the Bergman Brothers series. I believe there are two more, as we talked about. Which is funny, because the last one's not going to be a brother. That's true. It will not be. Yeah. Well, and also the third one, Ever After Always, not about a brother. That's Freya's book. Right. Um, But yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Everything for You, Bergman Brothers, book five by Chloe Lees. Gear up for an all in the gear up for an all the feels steamy slow burn with this enemies to lovers sports romance about fighting for love when life's taught you it's a losing game gavin we've been teammates for two years but it feels like a lifetime that oliver bergman's been on my last nerve a demanding captain and veteran player i'm feared and friendless while he's the beloved rising star all sunshine smiles and upbeat team spirit To make matters worse, he's obscenely attractive. In short, he's genetically designed to get under my skin. Avoiding Oliver has been my survival tactic on and off the field, but when Coach drops the bomb that we're now co-captains, avoiding him becomes impossible, and keeping the truth from him, let alone my distance, is harder than ever. Oliver. Life was great until soccer legend Gavin Hayes joined the team and proved he's nothing like the guy I grew up idolizing. Instead, he's a giant, albeit gorgeous, grump who lives to reign on my parade. Gigi. Gigi! I, I just, while I was reading it, remembered that and like lost my <laughs> mind a little bit. I'm sorry for stumbling. Um, I've sworn off pranks since entering the public eye, so rather than settle our differences the Bergman way, I've had to settle for killing Gavin with kindness. There's just one problem. Killing him with kindness is killing me. To make matters worse, Coach gives us an ultimatum. Put an end to our enmity or say goodbye to being captains. I'm prepared to be miserable while we meet her demands and make nice, but the last thing I expect is to discover an explosive attraction we can't help but act on, and worse yet, to realize the man hiding beneath Gavin's gruff exterior is all I've ever wanted. (sighs) I love a grumpy sunshine. I do too. I, you know what's even better? It's a grumpy sunshine enemy to lovers. I mean, uh-huh. we don't have that here, but still. What we kind of do? A little we do. bit. We do. A little bit too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know if there's a ton to add more. I mean, because like, honestly, this takes place over about what, two months, maybe? Yeah, it's not a long period no. of time. 
Mm-mm. So there, there's not really maybe, much. Maybe, I mean, maybe three months. It's, it's, it's not a long period of time. No, all you, I think you need to know is that Gavin's body is breaking down quick. Yes, like, there's a 10-year age gap, almost 10-year age gap between mm-hmm. them. Gavin is 34. Um, and you find this all out pretty quickly. Gavin's 34. He played a very successful career in Europe and essentially right. came, he is American, and essentially came back to the U.S. because of, soccer is less demanding here than it is in Europe. Um, That's well. It's where we are. Where soccer players come to retire, come yeah. to die. Yeah, that's that's why we got back up. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Oh, I have something else to say about that too. Go ahead. I'm also bleeding. Um. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Excellent. Cool. I scratched myself. I understand. I did that last night. Um. So yeah, Gavin is like his body is really broken at this point, and he and is just. At one point, he even says, "Like I'm, pl- I'm, I'm on borrowed time." Yeah, um, it's it's really nearing the end of his career, and he knows it. But he has lived and breathed soccer yeah, since it's, he yeah was since he was given a soccer ball. Well, I think and he so, played for Arsenal. I think that that was one of the the was it. Cl- I think it was one of the or he. Yeah, I think so. I think they said he played for Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, he he had like a significantly long career like probably for 12 or 14 years yeah played hardcore football in europe yeah i mean Um, it's it's like over there there's there's something magic magical about watching a fucking like bundesliga or uh bundesliga sorry bundesliga or like an uh english premier league game as opposed to unfortunately a u.s game yeah um we actually start off the book with Oliver, um, who is like reeling post breakup. Um, yeah, Oliver is actually bi, I believe. He is, um, but Gavin is gay, and and Gavin lives openly gay. Like he gave a press conference. Is he's not? Um, he doesn't hide it, mm-hmm. and that helped inspire Oliver to live more openly as a bisexual man. Um, Oliver has looked up to Gavin his whole life. You know, mm-hmm. it's in that way is very culty, you know, like that mm-hmm. she looked up to him and she is the reason that he got that he is the reason that she got into to soccer and Yeah. Um Oliver is twenty four and uh two years prior chose to uh sign on with the galaxy or four years prior because mm-hmm. gavin's been on the team for two years so he was there two years alone first um but four years prior he left college and started playing for the los angeles galaxy which is so, a team yeah it is a team yeah which i was like that's that's where beckham played oh you're right mm-hmm. which i was like i thought it was interesting because although um ren plays for the kings which there is a there's a isn't there a king's hockey uh hockey team I, I don't so. know if it's, I don't know if it's, is it the LA Kings? Sacramento Kings? Because I think he plays, for, well, in the book he plays, for, I think he says the LA Kings. LA, yeah, Los Angeles Kings, you're right. Yeah, so, I mean, she's not, which I kind of like. I mean, I kind of like that she's like, fuck it, I don't care. I mean, like, <laughs> you know what's interesting is that some authors change everything. Mm-hmm. Like, Mariana Zapata very specifically never says Facebook. She'll say, yeah. like, friend book or something. Mm-hmm. Um 
or I think it's like Friendstagram. Like there's another one well, that's like right. different. Susan but Elizabeth like others Phillips, do yeah. it, and sh- and they're I don't know like what the rules are there. You know, well, I think Susan Elizabeth Phillips has a whole series where it's the Stars football team. Like she has them specifically being like a football team that she made up. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, um, I kind of like this. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, since we're again we're talking about fake people, I don't know how. I and mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's free publicity for them. How much can you care? She's not like publishing your logo. Right. You know, like this is just, she's saying the name of your team. She's grounding you in reality. Yeah. It just took me back for a second. I was like, wait, that is a team. That's Beckham's team. It just depends. Like I have seen, I've seen authors do it both ways. I've seen authors where they ground everything in reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I've seen other, like, for example, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, very much grounded oh, in the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Right? Eagles. It's the Jets. No, it's Eagles. Right, Eagles. It's Eagles. So, mm-hmm. like, very much grounded in the Eagles. It's a major part of the story. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then, like, Mariana Zapata is like, no, we will not be, you know, I don't know. I don't know why the choice is made either way. I don't know. It could just be, like, they don't have anything attached to it. Like, there's no, like... Um, like, I think if, if somebody were to write a, a romance novel based on the Steelers, where would all of our minds go? Pittsburgh. Ben oh, Roethlisberger. Ben mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that could possibly be why. Hmm. Okay. I don't really think of, I don't think of the galaxy and have bad thoughts about it. I honestly, I think of Beckham. That's the first. And so that actually makes, actually works because yeah. Beckham came here to retire. For, to retire, right. Yeah. So that would make sense that Gavin would come here to retire. Yeah. I Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Coolio. Okay. Yeah, so, so, I mean, all of yeah. that is stuff you learn really early. Um, yeah, yeah. Gavin is harder. He's more of an onion. You gotta peel that onion. Um, I wanna peel it. I definitely do. He does I mean, not he doesn't want me, me to peel it. Yeah, exactly. He I like how we both went. Nope. Mm-hmm. We did. We both went there. Um, yeah. yeah. Oliver right. might. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not anymore, but yes. No, not anymore, but like mm. once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anywho, that's, I mean, so, that's it. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's, there, like, not a lot happens. Like, there's, there's not, like, there's no, like, well, I mean, there's, like, one in particular, like, massive thing that happens, but it's a central thing to the plot. And we are Um, not going to spoil it, so. No, no. Uh, They, the thing that I like about how the plot develops in this book is, is exactly that. Like, I recently read, um, I, a billion years ago, probably in the fall, downloaded, like, a free fall into love or something like mm-hmm. compilation you know with like a bunch of different romance authors and it's all like small town romance and shit and so i was reading this book and i was so fucking irritated with the characters because and really with the book itself because i was like there is nothing but fucking drama every other chapter is some major fucking fight that these two characters have and i'm so fucking irritated but i was like i have to know how they get back together i have to know mm-hmm. like how this finally ends and so i like i didn't hate finish it but i like sped through it because i was just like i just want to know the answer okay yeah yeah um but it wasn't like that that was in my mind when i was reading this because there's no like you have tension there 
natural tension. Like, you know, you in is, your mind, you know where it's going to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, Gavin has this... I, that I think, and you brought this up when we were talking before, like when we weren't, uh, before we started, Gavin is at like a central time, like a really pivotal moment in his life where he's getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. He knows he's on yeah. his last legs, right. pun not intended. But like he's at the end of his career and he knows that. And there's something so human about the way he... And so relatable about the way that he talks about watching Oliver. Because he talks, he he so often, especially at the beginning, is resentful Mm -hmm. of Oliver. He talks multiple times about Oliver's young, healthy body. And honestly, we could talk about the parallels to Ted Lasso because that to me is a major reason why Roy and Jamie hate each other so Mm -hmm. much. Because especially in the second season where Jamie's like, can you coach me? Will you coach me? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a whole is like Roy's looking at Jamie going like, you are me me. 10 years ago. Like, yep. Yeah. And and I understand that. Like, I really, as a person in my mid to late 30s, understand that. Like, there are some times yeah. when I look at people who are 10 years younger than me, and I think to myself, the opportunities that you have that mm-hmm. I did not have, or mm-hmm. like, you are doing, there's like a specific person that I work with who is like so brilliant, and he is 10 years younger than me. And mm-hmm. I have literally said to him, it is sometimes hard for me to talk to you knowing. And I was like, I'm proud of you. And I'm so like, I love this about you. I can learn from you. But it's sometimes hard for me oh. to look at you and be like, mm-hmm. you are 10 years younger than me. And we are at the same place in our careers. If not, I'm behind you. Think you know, about like, this. Think about directing a senior in high school or junior going to be a senior having so much fucking talent as an actor that you're like I can't borderline I, resentful right borderline like, resentful I was like god if I had had what you had at your age mm-hmm. my life would have been so different so hard I mean it's so it's, hard it's just this thing that starts to happen I've noticed I think for a lot of people when you get to your 30s is like and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that because it doesn't feel good no. And like, I think that's why we don't talk about it. It's because yeah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And it also, like, for me, I was like, God, how fucking awful are you as a person that you feel that way? And I, the thing right. is, I love my coworker. He's such a, like, lovely human being. And I want him to succeed. And I want him to have, like, a great career ahead of him. And I have no doubt that he will. I'm excited to learn from him. Like, legitimately excited to learn more mm-hmm. about about like everything that he knows that I don't fucking know about yet, you know? But like at the I think same, all sometimes be- I'm just like, God, you're so much younger than me. And I feel it's my own personal problem. Like I feel like no. a failure, you no, know, no, like no. it's not, it has nothing to do with him. He's great. It's, we need to remember like that is us. Like we are jealous. We are envious. Like, and it's, it's, it's a totally natural thing. Oh I think yeah. That's, yeah. 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 But I think the other time is a lot of us want to be the guru that everyone comes to. Yeah, I, th- I, yes, I think that that's, yeah. It's like we want to be the one that's like the younger ones who are like, 
oh, please tell us all of your secrets. And yeah. <laughs> and then, then there's someone who's like on their level who fucking knows everything. And you're like, well, you should be coming to me. I'm the elder one. Right. And I think yeah. that's where it comes from. It's, it's, and I think it's totally natural and it's totally like, I mean, you feel a lot when you're doing, you're a performance area. Yeah. When there's like, like creativity involved, like roles and stuff. Like I quickly mm-hmm. got over like, I'm not the ingenue. Well, I was never the ingenue in the first place because I have a voice like a dude. So, and I'm also <laughs> six foot tall. They're like, who's going to be, <laughs> like, who am I going to be making love to? Uh, nobody. <laughs> um, unless you can find me somebody who's 6'3 who wants to sing this bitch. Um, Oliver. But, Oliver, both of them. Um, oh, no, Gavin's shorter, isn't he? Um, no, he's like six, he's, ta- he's an inch taller. He's like 6'4. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, it's you just kind of like I, I think it's so so natural to get like that. But it is like you do, you do feel for you do feel for Gavin because you're like, yeah, yes. no, it's totally it's totally normal natural thing that he's going through. Yeah, it really it, is. I mean, it's a grieving period. He's grieving the end of his career that has, right. and not only like for for anyone that's hard, but for on Gavin, a, it's really hard. It's a nat. He's on the national stage. Yes living this he's on the national stage living it and this is all he has yeah he has yeah. nothing else i mean nope. he he left all of his friends behind in europe i don't think he had very many uh, yeah i don't think he he's always kept a very small circle he's always kept emotionally distant from people there's mm-hmm. one person in his life that has ever meant anything to him mm-hmm. which we don't yeah yeah which you don't even get to learn that much about. I mean, you no. under, it helps you. You learn enough to to understand more about Gavin and who he is and why he is the way he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, pretty much everyone has failed Gavin. It's always, like, who... who and he says this, like, from the, from the get, from Trump Jump Street, mm-hmm. he says, who is going to leave me? Yeah. It's like, I'm that not going to leave hurt, them. man. It's who's going to leave me. I, I. It's almost like I'm going to leave first. I'm going to get leaving yes. while the leaving's good because they're going to leave me otherwise. And, and I, I felt that, man. Oh, no, I, I get it. I felt that hard. I get it. I mean, like, I think we all kind of sometimes put, you know, like shields up. So it's like, oh, yeah. you're not going to hurt me because it's I'm gonna... easier to live alone. Yep. It's easier to be alone and like not. Not put yourself out okay. there, you know, like it's mm-hmm. just it's so much easier. Well, especially as a gay man in a field that is not, I mean, I looked up, because I looked up how many um, gay soccer players, there's eight, no, 13, eight or 13. And so that's out not, soccer play, like people out, who live, okay. Out, professional, and we're not talking about current. That's like mm. for the last how many years? I think it's difficult for team sports in general, except for the right. WNBA. I think it's difficult for male team sports for anyone to come out because I think there is such like that bullshit bias and like misconception that just because you're another dude, a gay man is going to try and have sex with you. Like Mm -hmm. that's not how it works, asshole. Right. But thanks for, you know, pushing your rape culture on everyone. Like thinking that that your own rape culture bullshit in your brain is going to be transferred to other people. Right. Right. You know, like that's just I but I think that that makes it a lot more difficult 
for men specifically to come out when they're playing team sports like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Especially when there's a lot of contact, like American football and European football. There's a lot of contact involved. Yeah. And so I think that there's like additional um, incorrect, but but additional pressures there. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, let's get into this. Let's talk yes. about our pros and cons. So how we review... We talk about um, this book for so long. Like, I know. I mean, we could write a dissertation at this point. I mean, we could. Um, so we do this um, uh, as a compliment sandwich. So the top bun is a pro, something we liked about the book. The middle... <laughs> I'm not going to say slippery middle. Uh, I'm, I already did it. Um, <laughs> is, is the con, our meat, something we didn't so much care about. And then our about the book and then the bottom is a uh our bottom bun is our pro some people like to like leave it on a high note so <laughs> veronica yes dear please tell me your top bun oh my god i'm very excited um to talk to you about my top bun which is <laughs> the bergman family mm-hmm. the fucking bergmans like like there's you six would... of them. there's seven all together six siblings six besides oliver there's seven altogether. Yes. Yes. Um, from a Swedish family. Mm-hmm. Um, but get, ready, also, get, get, your, get your translation dictionary ready. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, I was Googling things. Because Me they're, too. they're fluent in Swedish. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they randomly slip in Swedish words. I mean, it was yeah. like that in, um, you and I had talked about before, like, Always Only You. You and yeah. I both read that. And and uh, Ren slips some Swedish in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what? And... But, oh, my God, like, I guess I don't This is not part of my top bun, but, like, I have to. I don't know what your buns are, but Oliver's niece calls Not my Gavin, okay, yes, but I think she's adorable, yes. Oliver's niece calls Gavin a specific Swedish word. And I died, like, because I, I immediately Googled want to eat it. it. Yes, I do. But, like, I immediately Googled it before I even read the next sentence, which would have told me what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, dead on the floor. I mean, I was just like, this is amazing. I I love it so much. I just love it's... it. Okay. <sighs> All right. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm, I digress. <sighs> the Bergman family, and I think part of it, I know what it's like to end up with a person who has like a very sweet kind family. Yes, you do. <laughs> and like <clears throat> and to sometimes like from Gavin's perspective to be like what the fuck is happening here? Overload. I, this there is a lot of a lot of things <laughs> and people and kindness that I'm not sure how to deal with. Right. Um, but like they just, you start off the book with Oliver and his family mm-hmm. because they're all gathering for like an event together. Mm-hmm. And so they start off at the A-frame and I do love <coughs> that that is like a theme, mm-hmm. at least through the, the two books that we have read. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I assume it's like also a thing in other books, um, but it's like the family home in the mountains or whatever mm-hmm. in Washington state. So they, they're they at the A-frame, like, celebrating. And 
Um, the dogs are fighting. I apologize. Oh, is that what that is? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the dogs. It's it's Luna. Moon at the moon. <laughs> Singing her song. She's doing this. <laughs> it's not a video podcast. I'm sorry, but you got to enjoy it. Sheba's make the weirdest noises. Yeah, they do. They do. They make. They really sound like howler noises. monkeys. It's great. It's really weird. Um, okay, so we start off with the Bergman family, and then, like, we jump in time, um, and then we get to see them again. And Oliver is struggling, again, um, but not nearly as much as he was. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, he doesn't want to talk about it, but he clearly, like, there's stuff going on between him and him and Gavin, and he doesn't know. They've both been made captains. They don't know. Like, Gavin has been captain, but Oliver has been made a co-captain. The coach clearly knows that Gavin is, like, in his, his last, last years. Leg, yeah. On his last legs. He, I think coach knows, like, this might be Gavin's last season. Well, and even so, Oliver said something like he he's like it hits him at one point. He's like, "Oh, this might be Gavin's last season." Mm-hmm. Like he it, it is early on when they were yeah. but he does he does recognize that this could possibly be the end for him. Yeah, and so he uh, he's with his family for a different occasion back at the A frame. I think they're back at the A frame. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, maybe not. Maybe not that. They point. might not no. be. Mm-hmm. They might be at like Freya's and Aiden's. They might be at Freya's. Yes, Aiden's because house. she just had the baby. She just had her second baby. So yeah. they're back. Like they're going to like Theo. visit them and see. So freaking adorable. So they go to like see the baby and visit Freya and Aiden. And Vigo. <laughs> Cannot wait for Vigo's book because it's gonna be oh, awesome. Vigo loves romantic, like romance novels. He loves he them. Does. Um, here's the quote: "No one's fun anymore." Vigo grumbles, throwing a sour glance at Axel, and then drawing a mass paperback, a mass market paperback historical romance from his back pocket when he glances my way, and I don't back him up. I'm too busy staring at Theo, his perfect tiny face scrunched in a thoughtful frown. Or maybe he's about to unload in his diaper. Either way, he looks adorably grumpy, which reminds me of another grump. Though one who is far less adorable. More like aggravating. And there goes my mood in a nosedive. So he's with his family again. And he's struggling with his new relationship, co-captain relationship with Gavin. And how he's going to handle that. And how he'll navigate it. And the fucking Bergman Brothers convene a Bergman Brothers Summit. <laughs> that they do. And, and they includes even brother-in-laws. Includes brother-in-laws. Yes. Aiden is there for this. Yeah, yeah. Aiden is napping. He falls asleep because... He falls asleep because he has a newborn. And Vigo goes to try to, like, fuck with them. They're like, yeah. no, 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 and no. they're like, no. He's off limits. He's off li- yes, they're like, he's off limits. He has a brand new child. Yes, he's you allowed have to, to sleep. let him. He's allowed to sleep. And at one point he wakes up and they don't realize it, but it's because Theo, like, made a noise and Aiden, like... yeah. You know his response is super cute too. Something like your, your like your brain is hard, hardwired to your uh, baby's crying or something like that when you're a new you know a new father. It's really cute. He's, yeah, I forget. They're I don't... all fucking cute. They're all super like you. You want this? I would love for this family to exist. Uh, yes, I would too. I mean, they're like they're just such a sweet family. And while they 
absolutely like butt in. They mean well. And they're really trying to do they're trying to butt in in a way that like will help someone. And at least two of the siblings are on the autism spectrum because yes. I believe Chloe Lee herself is on the spectrum. I think, yeah, you had said that before. Yeah, Um, I believe so. But Axel is on the spectrum, and so is the youngest one, Ziggy. I thought Ryder was. Which is the one that gets married at the beginning of the book. Is it Ryder and Willa? Is it Axel? Ryder and Willa get married later. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Okay. And their book one, which I have not read, but I would like to very much. That's right. Axel. Probably it will destroy me because I think I might relate a lot to Willa. Um, So that'll be a fun read. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for you. Um, Because Axel, Axel, and then she's, he's a painter, correct? He's an artist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think that's a marriage of convenience. like fake that's, relationship becomes a marriage of convenience kind of situation. And that's the one we get turned down from that that gallery galley for. Cool. Angry. Thanks. Thanks, Matt um, Galley. Thank you. Uh that is set up like you meet that character, Rooney, in Always Only You. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? Because she's like really good friends with Frankie. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to find the part where Aiden wakes up. So fucking funny. So in in the books, it's Alec, uh, it's uh, Axel and Ziggy, the 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 youngest. Yes, who are on the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, which is so like. And also, mind you, their dad lost part of his leg in in a war. So I, I don't remember which one it was. Vietnam, I'd Korea. Be, yeah. I forget. Like. Uh, I would assume they're they're younger, so I'm gonna assume it's probably Desert Storm or something. Oh, like that, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So their dad has like a partial limb and a prosthetic, mm-hmm. um, and so Oliver is very accustomed to like dealing with someone with with physical pain on a daily basis. Right, right, right. and with and also Frankie. Because Frankie has yes. uh, osteoporosis. She has rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Which is like a, a a daily issue for her. Like that's yeah, she not. She has a cane. She can't. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, like I remember from her book, she talks about like um, Ren gets like a, a heated blanket for mm-hmm. her because as long as like in the morning, if she can wake up with like warm uh, with a heated blanket, like that helps her joints yeah. move easier in the morning. Yeah, the thoughtful Bergman brothers. Like, yeah, they're yeah. so fucking. So I said, sweet. I wish that they were all existed. We could clone them. We could all have a Bergman brother of our own. I really do wish that. Um, here's another Vigo's logic. Axel says is that if you're if being kind hasn't changed how he treats you, perhaps being unkind will. Vigo beams at our oldest brother. <laughs> you read that Enemies to Lovers, I said, didn't you? <laughs> Axel sniffs, fiddling with a loose button on his plaid vinyl shirt. I might have. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hysterical. Um, it's really funny because, like, I always, I was tickled when I see like reviews on Goodreads for like a historical romance, and it's a, it's a, a gentleman who is reviewed, and I was like. 
Oh, really? That's so sweet that there's like, I, it just it worms the, the cockles, man. So the fact that Vigo's like, you know, all about, especially like he loves, but it's, he loves historical romances. I he mean, does. Like, it's like specifically I, historical, historical romances. romances. Like I can't, like, I like, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. For his book. Same. Like very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. Um, And I am excited for Ziggy's book, but like not. Not as much. Like, we do get a no. glimpse of her in this book. Um, I mean, it, she, and she it, is she's also a, tough, a soccer player. She's a, she's a tough character because, I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, she, especially because the one that you and I read, she, she's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. She's really trying to try to figure out who she is as a yeah. as a person. Yeah. So I actually kind of like this one because she's like a full grown adult in this one. And like, she's yep. in school and you can see that she's done something with herself she's like she's she's playing soccer for ucla yeah yeah she's very good and not only she she like got into ucla proper like not even just like she got in there and they're like and then they give her a scholarship for soccer so i was Mm -hmm. like that's pretty amazing i mean she seems like a smart cookie so yeah and i love like you see um you see it a little bit firsthand but you you hear more about um, Mama and Papa Bergman, like you hear about them through Oliver's memories mm-hmm. and just how sweet and kind they are to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And how yeah. caring. And you can see that directly reflected in all of the siblings. There's a point, there's a certain part in this book where um, they all, and he referenced it as they all left like home alone when they're all getting ready to leave yep. on vacation. Yep. And I was like, cause, because they're all trying Gav- to leave the A-frame like quickly. So that, yeah. So that Gavin and, 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 um, and Oliver can be together. And it is the cutest thing. Cause you're like, you can totally see it. I could totally I, see. Yes. I saw it so vividly mm-hmm. how all of that went down. And it was mm-hmm. just like, Holy shit! Amazing, just amazing. Even when they all start walking something. out one by one, like have just... a good time. Bring me back something French. <laughs> just yeah. loved it. It's loved great. it. Yeah, the banter between the brothers is amazing. Instant, like, and because so Vigo and Oliver have a flame war between the two of them too. Like they have a prank war, mm-hmm. and um, the things that they do to get each other is his fucking hysterical. At one point, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Vigo locks Vigo changes the locks on Oliver's house and yep. Oliver cannot get into his oh. own home. So Oliver and Gavin are like next door neighbors. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Oliver and Gavin fucking live next door to each other. And Gavin did not know that when he bought the house. No. Nope. The bungalow, the bungalow cuz all I can think is bungalow that a bungalow automatically moves to um oh shit, what's the thing from Golden Girls? The uh, lanai. Goes to oh lanai. my god, yes. Yes. So I also love like they're very close to the beach. They're only like mm-hmm. a few blocks from the beach. And yep. so I the way that I picture their houses, the houses are very small. Like that's how I picture them. Yeah. Well, because they're probably like those like fifties kind of GI houses. Yeah. Yeah. Like and I think they're ranches. Like they're all Well, also I hate to say it, but US the US teams don't make that much money. Right. Like they don't make as much money, but also everything out there is gonna be so fucking expensive. Yeah. Because it's LA yeah. and you're a few like blocks from the beach, you know? Yeah. Um 
but there are like I think like a bunch of other players live like close. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I pictured their houses to be smaller, which I sort of enjoyed because a lot of times when you read about like professional, um, any kind of sport. <laughs> you read about like people with massive houses and like they have 14 cars and like Oliver's got what the fuck is it it's like a he's got like a uh, Oliver's got um like a like a, is it a Prius uh, or something something it's like, like that yeah it's like a yeah it's a tiny electric little car. like yeah. electric car like you know or hybrid or something just yeah. you know trying to be nice to the environment <laughs> And of course, Gavin's got Gavin's got like a Land Rover. Yeah, 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 <laughs> or a yeah. Range Rover or something. Yeah, because like, yeah, well, I'm sure he's also he's not doing he's not he's not doing bad. He's doing he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's my top one. Is the Bergman family? I love it. I just love it. I love so it. Much. I love it. I love it. Ray, what is your top one? My top one is <clears throat> so. We joked before we, so if you've listened to the episode with Lee, is that uh, Veronica was like, so it's like this. And I'm like, oh my God, Roy Kent and Jamie Tart. I was like losing my mind because I was like, I, I was fine with whatever she had chosen. And then I started reading it and I immediately texted Veronica and I said, mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis might <laughs> sue um, Chloe Lee's because this is Roy Kent. Yes. And um then and the whole time I'm reading I'm going yes, this yes. is Roy Kent. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the beautiful acknowledgments mm-hmm. which I loved because this is how it starts. I'm going to read parts of the acknowledgments for you because I think it's like yeah Okay. Worth it. Like okay. Yep. Worth it. Like many people, once I gave into the hype and watched Ted Lasso, I fell hard and fast. The show's success in such stressful and uncertain times is no mystery to me. As Jason Sudeikis, um, oh, joked on SNL, it's built around two American hates: <laughs> soccer and kindness. <laughs> well, of course he's teasing in a way. He's right. America's culture's capitalist drive cultivates many success at all cost principles underpinned by a self-oriented cutthroat nature as for soccer it's not america's most loved game by any means where which again i'm like i never understood why because uh, anyhow it's fine i think it's Um, because uh, like it's slow paced i mean in theory in theory in americans but it's not in but Europeans. it's not anyway. Like, even if you're watching an American soccer game, like, no. they, they're they running for 90 fucking minutes. Exactly. Also, toxic mix, you know, masculinity, because yeah. the football, American football is. Right. But also, like, you can get seriously injured playing, like, soccer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very injured. I mean, you still have you're CTE. You're not wearing any fucking padding. Yes. Like, no. there are, concussions are common among between, soccer players. Between rugby and soccer, yes. You can still, it's still very much, believe me. I had to do a lot of research on this. So yes, yes, you still can, but it's like it's not as bad as. Oh right, because it's not as, like as high impact. Like it's, no, right, but like I think for me, like soccer and baseball have this have a similar issue where people get quote bored with it because the scores are typically low. I think that's right. really what it is. Right, because it's it's not like it's each run it, each run or each goal is so hard fought, which to yeah. me makes me love it. 
exactly. but like you know for well, people like, who are used to getting seven point six points for a touchdown and one point for an extra extra point like so you're at seven like points basketball. you've only scored once basketball yeah. you at least well, two points unless it's three for free throws and then it's one you know like or like hockey like hockey's the same fucking way it's like yes. it is hard i mean it's it's soccer on fucking ice i mean that's yeah. what it is yep um so as she says, as somebody who's a sucker for any for any character unpacking their embedded patriarchy and is skewing toxic masculinity, who grew up playing soccer and deeply missed playing while games were as canceled and seasons postponed due to the pandemic safety precautions, watching Ted Lasso was a balm to my soul. And keep going. So um, I felt this aching need to stay in the world, to linger in rowdy locker rooms and shenanigans during practice, to see teammates being there for each other rising to the occasion as they faced challenges both on and off the field. And again, I apologize for the dog screaming up the stairs. And thus was born an idea for Oliver's book. A player whose heart echoed Ted Lasso's, someone who's always chipper, friendly, playful, yet who's also privately contending with loneliness and anxiety. And another player who, like Roy Kent, grumpy, growly, and foul-mouthed, fears the end like we all do, of what's given this his life purpose, validity, and meaning. And then because I am the, I'm in the business of writing happily ever afters, I thought, let's make them fall in love. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's such a good book. It's such a good book. And um, I, I, I love the, the, the Hamilton references. I just... Oh, my God. But, I mean, because honestly, like, it's so funny because to think about like think I'm thinking about Oliver as a character and he really is Ted Lasso because yeah. Ted Lasso would know the references from Frank Sinatra to fucking Sondheim like yeah. he would consider like when she says something along the lines of like Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda is Sondheim and Shakespeare uh, yep. mixed together yep. he would so say that he like would. yes he would believe yes, that he would um, I mean, at one point. Sorry, at one point, go for um, <laughs> uh, Oliver says, then it's on. Pistols at dawn. I frown. What the fuck are you talking about? You clearly haven't read enough historical romances. Fucking <laughs> correct. I've never read one, and I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Well, so, they, so like, um, Oliver introduces Gava to Hamilton. Yes, he does. And <laughs> Oliver puts on Hamilton while we wait, seemingly incapable of existing in quiet. Granted, extremely... And I, again, could see Ted Lasso doing yes. this. Uh, granted, extremely tense quiet. And I don't even have the willpower to tell him to turn it off. He's chosen Wait For It. Oh, God. Such a good song. It. Such like, a good underrated song. song from that musical. It's, it really is. Seriously, under... Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Um, and that song has had me in all three minutes and 13 seconds of it in its clutches since I first heard it. You know, Arugans sounding dangerously philosophical. This song's, song's themes of subtext raise serious questions of, I groan, must you pontificate? Can't we just let Leslie Odom Jr. sing the shit out of this song and sound like sex in a voice box? Yes, I also highlighted that. I did. I was like, yes, please. God, this song is so good. Um, I also guys, love, like, in the context of when he first, when he introduces Gavin to Hamilton like Gavin is trying to not pay attention to it yeah because he's like he's again a grump yeah. and then it's just drawn into it 
Yeah, yeah. Like I could again. It's you know what? It's like it's like fucking um. It's like Roy with the the the, the women from his yoga group. Yes, and then watching it is. that like that second season when watching JB Tart on that like Love Island show yes, or whatever. Yes, You're right. You're right. It's just like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. This. Ugh. I mean. She she hit on it. I mean, she she got both characters so well, and she I did. really enjoyed it. I really did. I thought that was fantastic, <sighs> and the fact that it was like we, as I've said for the longest time, we all need it, and you all know because you've heard me say this more than once. We all needed Ted Lasso these last two years. We needed, yeah, him. we needed this. It was so like accidentally perfectly timed, and the fact that there is no shirt that says "Kindness has made a comeback" fucking bothers me. Because it did. I mean, like, it was what we needed. And we still need. Um, and I, and I'm actually going to read a quote later from a book that is not this book um, that fits into that. So thank I, you for the leading. No problem. Um, so that's that's my pro. I'm very, I'm, I, I, I constantly check Twitter to see if there's any news about yeah. season three. Because I'm. I know I'm. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also dreading it because I know it's the last last one. one. I know, but there's something to be said. Like Schitt's Creek did this the same thing. Like they're going out on top. And you know what? And 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 I think it's perfect because I think that's what if that's what the creator wanted. Yeah, and that's their vision. Mm -hmm. It's like um, somebody else did the same thing. Uh, They were like, you know. we're not we're not going to get any better, you know, bigger or better. Seinfeld did that too. Seinfeld like, did like, that. Yeah, they were like, well, you know, we're <laughs> even though that last fucking show was awful, that that last episode is really bad. But I mean, it depends on because some of them thought, you know, there's two different versions of it too. But you know, you know, it, if it worked. But again, I think Jason. I, mean, I think Jason's Jason is going to go off and do amazing things. Oh, so I'm sure he will. But you know, yeah. I'd rather it be three seasons and have it be three amazing seasons than literally. Yeah. I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy five fucking years ago because I'm just like, dude. Or The Office, or something like that. It's just not. Just... I'm not even enjoy. I don't even want to sit through it anymore. No, I mean because uh, us Americans ruin shit. I hate to say it. Like yeah. that's why. I mean, the the British have. Six episodes, like, there's a reason why there's, like, 12 episodes per season of Doctor Who. Because we're right. like, we don't need 24 episodes yeah. because it just fucking ruins it. It's just You get excited for when it's on. Yep. You get you get excited for when it's going to be on. Yeah. And then you enjoy the fucking shit out of it. Because they've spent yeah. so much. I mean, I'm very excited about Good Omens, too. Guess how many episodes are there? Six. I'm good. I'm very excited. I'm very excited, as you would say. So anyhow. Even, like, Stranger Things is doing, like, we watched another episode last last season. Yeah. Is it the last season or is there a five? Last season. Really? They're going to do, it's, it's, they're going to do. Well, four is uh, broken into two. Right. So this next part is the last part. Is it? it? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, so we have, sure. we have one episode. Talking. We have one episode left in like this series, but then the next series comes out like next month. So, um if they kill one of these characters I'm be really pissed, but you know. I get uh, let it. Me I look. Guess. I'm pretty sure. Um I thought there was a season five, but I guess I could be, I mean I could be wrong. Is Stranger Things season uh Oh no, is this a release date for season five has not been announced? But I thought oh, Oh, I Stranger think... Things will end with season five. Okay. We'll All end. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's like one and a half seasons left, basically. But like yeah. they did it. Season four is in two parts. In in part, I think because like they had to get through so much stuff because they wanted to end it in season five. Oh, honestly, like I 
it's totally aside, but I actually like the new, like, spooky, like, we're completely, the season four is different than season one through it three. It is, yeah, it is. And I kind of like it. I mean, yeah, I, like I like the monster too. of the week sort of shit that yeah. they're doing. Like, all these other weird fucking monsters are coming through, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to do two more of those? Fine. I'm totally, yeah. t- three, I, three ruined it for me. I have to say, three was rough. Like, three with the, the fucking, between 11 and whatever i was like i don't fucking care i don't i don't really care about these two kids making out half the time i'm fair show me some monsters this is monsters this is monsters show me monsters all right all right cons. should we talk about cons okay yes i listen okay so i'm when i i started it before you mm-hmm. and i was concerned that you were not going to be able to see past ted lasso i was very oh, I concerned about it like yeah. I was worried that you were going to be like, this is just a Ted Lasso ripoff. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm super excited to hear that that did not ruin the book for you. No, I was so involved that I didn't care. Okay, good. My con, I know, like, I. that being said, mm-hmm. my con is that I could not separate Gavin and Roy Kent. I get it. Like, and it's not, listen, I love Gavin and I also love Roy Kent, but like, I I couldn't not picture Brett Goldblatt, Brett, Brent, Brett, Brett. Yeah. I couldn't not picture him. I almost cast him as Gavin. I'm sure you did. And that's I did. Fine. I did. Yeah. But like, I, mean, I couldn't, I could not see anybody else. But I know. Him. I know. Like the whole but time. Was, that's what I but he's shorter. He's shorter. He's, yeah, he is. He's 5'11". I can put him, I can, He's shorter than that. I can put him in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I can put him in my pocket. And I'd love to put him in my pocket. <clears throat> but um, I, no, I, just, I can see that, that. Like it was hard for me. And even like there are some moments when Oliver because you is got, like, so you got, Ted Lasso. Well, that you've I got was Linnea, like, who could possibly be Sophie. His niece, Sophie. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, there are just so many moments that it was hard for me to come out of Ted Lasso world and stay in Chloe Lee's world. Oh, 100%, Chloe Lee's I get it. I, I get it, 100%. And, that, and listen... I, I loved want, I, this book. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is not at no, this was me grasping at straws. I loved this book. Right. I, the, my con is going to be like, okay. Well, you can talk about it. Like, you can just go ahead and go. I don't have a lot to say about it. Like, I, it was just sometimes I was like, well, I guess it kind of just lead to yours. It's difficult to separate for me. And if, there was anything different between Gavin well, and Roy and Kent, so it would have been easier. Here's my thing. My thing is, like, I we do learn more about uh, about Gavin, about mm-hmm. Gavin's past. We learn it in and the that, last, like... That did help for We me. learned in the last five fucking percent. Oh, I would have yeah. liked a little bit more earlier. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a mystery, which is really not a mystery. It's not like it's, like... Guys, when you finally find out what his backstory is, it's not like it was, you know... I don't. He wasn't getting abused or well. He kind of. Well, you there's, don't, there's I mean, an implication. There's an implication, but you don't even know that. Like it's so mm-hmm. murky. You don't yeah. even know. You get. I mean, there's a. I couldn't even really understand what was happening in the scene that he starts talking about. Where I was like, I don't. It's but it's fine. In but some I would have liked more liked, of that. In some ways, 
I liked it because you as the reader were just as in the dark as Oliver. But we see that scene. We see that chap. That chapter is from Gavin's. You're right. Perspective. You're right. So but even Gavin won't like when we go to Gavin's perspective, even Gavin won't talk about it. But the thing is, so like it, to understand what he's going through and to like, keep saying like people leave me, but I mm-hmm. don't, you know, I get left. I need a little bit more, just a I little understand. bit more. I, but I, I get did, it. But I mean, and I think if we had known a little bit more about that, because it's funny, like going back to Ted Lasso, when Roy, Roy's never really had like a serious relationship because everyone steals from him. Because at one point, I think, um, uh, uh, what the fuck is her name? Oh, Juno Temple. What's her name? Um, I don't know. It just flew out of my brain. Keely. Keely. Keely says, yes. like, your last girlfriend Keela. stole Huh? Keely. Keely. Stole your, stole your watch and your phone. And it's like, that's just... But he's got this, you, you know, adorable, like, niece that he takes care of. That he's pretty much the dad of. Like, he's the father it figure of. It is hysterical. And so... Wait, oh my god. When, like, she needs to find a dentist and Oh my like, god, I thought that same thing, too. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking of Keely, like, her breathing on Keely and Keely's, like... Yeah. Keely being like try not to vomit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, so I would have liked a little bit more of that to understand yeah. like where he's coming from, just just to build it out. Just again, like as you and I were saying, we're trying to fucking figure something out to have a con for because I was having yeah. a hard time. This book was so good. Good. It was very so good. Good. So good. Um. So those are our cons. I mean. A very thin slice of corned beef. Yeah, I mean... And just one. Yeah. Not yeah. a lot. T- turkey bacon. Yeah. Gross. I don't like turkey bacon. No. It's gross. I I have turkey sausage. I'm going to try it tomorrow morning. Okay, listen. I'm okay with turkey sausage and chicken sausage. Turkey bacon? Th- no. Stop it. No. No. Go to jail. Turn. Just No. Just you keep eating that with your tofu bacon. Nope, 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 nope. No, you eat bacon or you don't eat it at all. Yeah, right. Just don't. I got a BLT from Jimmy John's on Friday. Yesterday. Uh, it was so fun. I said that's the carb that I ate yesterday. I was so excited. I am suddenly very hungry. I also got a uh, a, a tuna sub to eat for dinner. So don't worry about it. Oh god. <clears throat> Anyhow, so let's back to the bottom bun. So something we did like. Please. All right. Lay it out for me. Listen, you know, this is this is going to be a spoiler. I know a lot of things. Obviously. I got a lot of thoughts. Listen, if you don't like this is a spoiler. So just spoiler alert. If you have not read it and you don't want to know, go away. Come back later. Um, um give us but Ten minutes. Give us like ten minutes. Come back. Um, okay, so there. So like the pivotal thing happens, okay. and then we end up with like a third act breakup situation, which is not really a breakup, but yes, yeah, you're right. Like it's because they were never like officially in a relationship, Together. but yeah. like, but Gavin pushes Oliver away. But Oliver understands why he is. Yes. Sort of, yes. But the thing is, like, Gavin is fucked up. Like, his head is a mess. Oh, right. He's dealing with the fact that, like, his career is over. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what comes next. He doesn't know what he's supposed to do. And also, in the meantime, their coach has gone on maternity leave. So, like, now he has, like, no friends who may be trying to look out for his best interests. So, what I was saying earlier with the cover, here's the spoiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the spoiler. Like, they're, of course, then going to ask Gavin to, like, start coaching the team. Like, be be on the sidelines. Start joining our coaching staff. Um, Which he's going to ask Jazz and... Uh... <laughs> oh my god, that was Before fucking he's hysterical. Oh, another thing I liked, Jazz is non-binary. Did you catch that the pronouns oh, no, were it, there? It, it kind of threw me there? because I was like, I'm, I don't know who's, there, who's going on. I know, like at first I was like, wait, what? Because there's not like an introduction to that. Like that's just the pronouns that are and immediately used, which is fine. Get, we will eventually like, get used to that, but it does take, a, I mean, like, yeah. it's it's one of those, like, it, I will get used to it, but it does take me a couple seconds. It so takes like, me a second okay, to like, okay. right. Because yeah. it's, it's not, quote-unquote correct grammar right so like we'll get you you know it took me like a couple times of being like wait are they talking about multiple people like i just there was another book that we read that i was like i i'm confused but yeah again i will get used to it i'm I'm fine it's totally fine it's not a big deal not a big deal just reading it it's like wait what but there was another person too i mean we could actually go through most of of the um team and say who is what because I think um, when they at one the point they're talking amazing. about they're talking about Oliver's hair and they're touching his hair mm-hmm. and somebody says something and I was thinking um, oh what the fuck is his name um, oh, oh 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 football is life what's his name football is life football is life oh 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 oh, oh, oh the fuck oh, oh, is oh, his oh, name oh. oh they all have equivalent characters they do they do yeah so again if you don't like I think it's Santi. Is it Santi? I in the book. In the book, it's Santi. I think. Um, I forget what the Ted Lasso character is named. Um, fuck. Um, the one who um, accidentally injures slash seriously hurts an animal. No, he kills the dog. I know, but I was trying not to say it. Yeah, Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas fucking kills a dog. Unfortunately, football is life. Him and afterward, like crying in the shower. (laughs) Football is dead. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Santi is because they're like it because he, he goes like, oh yes, oh, I really understood you on that. Because <laughs> he goes like because Oliver goes in this like existential crisis sort of like you know um, philosophical uh, about his fucking hair. It's yeah, ama- and mask you know and toxic masculinity yep. and it's amazing. And but it was like, because oh. uh, Gavin. Gavin, yeah played a prank on him yep because yep he put, he some, put he something put conditioner he put conditioner in the shampoo is that what he did mm-hmm. amazing yeah yeah um where was i going oh so really like my my bottom bun is the fact that gavin took a step back that gavin oh, recognized yeah. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. at this place in my life where, like, oh, I, love that. I mm-hmm. need time for myself. And he did that. Like, he was like, Oliver, I need a fucking minute. And he tells him later why. Yes, he absolutely does. And Which I, I totally appreciated. I thought it was fantastic. Yes, I loved so much. But, like, Gavin takes, like, a, it's about, like, a month. To mm-hmm. just get his shit together. 
He starts seeing a therapist. Which I was like. Which is a very big deal for him. Yep. And he tries to process this major life event that he is going through. And then his goal is to win Oliver back. Yep. And I loved that he took that time. Like that he not only took the time, but he recognized that he needed it. Yep. And then acted upon it. Because he knew, like, I have an I have an issue. It's much like you and I were talking about earlier. Like, I have an issue knowing that this person whom I care very much for is at such a dip. He's at the beginning of his career and I am at the end. And mm-hmm. I am resentful about it. Mm-hmm. And he knows that's my problem. It's not Oliver's problem. It's my problem. Well, at one point he's watching from the sidelines and he's waiting because something happens where Oliver makes, like, they're all kind of, he he, he does, he makes a play and they're all just like, fucking hell. Like, he's yeah. going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And he waits for that moment of anger. He waits for that yeah. moment of rage. And he's like, it doesn't come. Yep. Yep. Um, there's this moment <laughs> and <laughs> again, spoilers. Um, he says, um, he's finally, he's talking to Oliver. Um, and he says, uh, but my fucking therapist says it's important exercise and vulnerability <laughs> to trust you with my past or some shit like that. He smiles up at me and it sets my heart afire glowing. You're in therapy, he says. I'm proud of you. It's fucking horse shit is what it is. It's hard. <laughs> hard, I snort. My dick gets hard. My abs are hard. Therapy is a Herculean... Herculean. Thank you. Herculean... Fuck it. Herculean. <laughs> Herculean fucking labor. God, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. But apparently Pauline knows what she's talking about. She fucking Pauline. better for how much I'm paying her for. Yeah. And she says, this is where I start. So here goes. And it's just like this moment where you realize like how, because you, you kind of miss that. It, it jumps ahead in the timeline. And then you come back to Gavin and like, he has made some peace with things. And that's what, like, when you're talking about, like, he, he, he's waiting for that feeling of resentment, but it doesn't come. And then he uh, he has decided, like, okay, I've done, we get a grand gesture. He has, like, done the thing, and now he's hoping to talk to Oliver. And, and it's just, like, I loved that he took the fucking time yeah. to himself. himself to work on himself and work through that shit that absolutely could have and probably would have destroyed mm-hmm. that relationship before it really started. And I love that Gavin knew, even with as little experience as he has with relationships, he even was just like, I, I want this with Oliver. I want yeah. it to be a lasting relationship, and I therefore... I know I need to make that effort. And I love that he actually did it. I I mean, as we've discussed on the show many times, I love a character arc. I love it when a character, like, starts in one place, learns a lot of lessons, and ends up in a new place, a healthier place. Yeah, exactly. And fuck does, does Gavin end up with, like, just such a beautiful, 
character arc. We're still talking about spoilers, right? So I can yeah. I can read this yeah, quote to it. you. Do it. <clears throat> I had to face what will be the end for you and the beginning for you. I had to, this is Gavin to Oliver. I will watch. I want. I had to watch you have everything that I'd lost and know I could do it to prove to us both that while I love soccer, I love you better, best, beyond. <laughs> this past month has been agony wanting you feeling nothing but love and pride but it has shown me what I can do that I can share this world with you be happy for you cheer you on that it will be never that it will never come between us like I once let it <clears throat> like he he does he has to see like I'm not going to be jealous like and yeah. I think that that one point where he where where he does he's like I should when everyone's like, he's fucking, this kid's fucking amazing. Yep. And he doesn't feel the rage. He, yep. I think that's what starts him on the, I love this man. I love yep. him. And I'm just, I'm in. I'm in. Um, yes, absolutely. And at that point, um, something big has happened to which he is not playing. And yeah. he's seeing from the from the sidelines um he says at one point um i promise it all my body my soul my life for you everything for you to care for you and love you if you'll let me you're the fucking sunrise of my heart love all right we're just gonna go into mine mine is this fucking book is beautiful it is so beautiful i mean i have so many fucking quotes that i I want to read i swear to god i highlighted half this book (laughs) i mean um, I also I love that the cat's name is Wild. Yes, After, I mean it's spelled I actually W I L D E. It's yep. spelled like Oscar Wilde. Yep. I fucking love it. It's I actually great. wish we could have had more of Wild. Oh no, he pees. He pees in Gavin's shoes. All of Gavin's shoes. He pees in Gavin's shoes. But he loves Oliver. He like immediately yeah. winds his body around Oliver's legs. Like just no big deal. Just love you. But will immediately pee really? in every right. of Gavin's Even shoes. though he cleans the litter boxes, is still <laughs> so just such an asshole. There is something that happens about grumpy mm, cat for a grumpy for a grumpy. Oh man. yeah, yeah. Yep. Poor R.I.P. Grumpy cat. Um, oh, sad. So something happens in the 30 percent, no, about forty percent way through the book, and um, so we didn't mention, but Oliver has anxiety. Like seriously, mm-hmm. he has panic attacks. Yeah, um, he has anxiety attacks really bad. Um, mm-hmm. He's been able to control them, but um, at one point he's he he's really um, as most a lot of us are nervous about flying. Yeah, um, he starts having a panic attack um, on the on the plane. Um, as they're heading to, I don't remember where, but uh, east, like somewhere, somewhere. Boston. It's Boston because um, they're going to. He, they talk about Gillette oh, Stadium, Boston, something. I can't think of the name of the, the team, which I don't know. If that one might be made up. That might be made up. Anyhow, um, but something happens to which Oliver. So Gavin takes care of Oliver, and he he says this, and it is like it resonates with with Oliver the whole next day. And he says, this is what Gavin says to Oliver. Because he's freaking out on the plane. And Gavin's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh, my God. He's, like, losing, you know, he's losing it. And obviously he realizes quite quickly that he's having an anxiety attack. Yeah. And he grabs his hand. 
mm-hmm. he said, <clears throat> I held your hand across a fucking continent, Oliver Bergman. Mm-hmm. Do with that what you will. Yep. And, I mean, he's pretty much telling Oliver... I wouldn't do this for anyone but you. I wouldn't do it for anybody. And you're not... I don't hate you. Yeah. I don't hate... I care about you. Because, like, Oliver goes to sleep. mm Mm-hmm. Because after his panic attacks, Oliver gets very tired. And so Oliver falls asleep. And Gavin never lets go of his hand. He could have. Right. But he never lets go of his hand for a 3,000-mile flight. Right. I mean, I, I'm this book. There's so this much fucking shit, like, book, man. Now that I'm older, after having broken bones and sprained joints, after seeing the people I love hurt and heal, I understand. So often, pain isn't something we can cure or prevent, and that's not why we lean into people that we love. We don't need them to fix it for us or ask about all the things that we could have done to avoid it or the ways we tried to remedy it. We just need them to see us. To find us, to love us, not in spite of our pain, but through it. And that's what Oliver's like. And what's really beautiful is at some point later, there's another anxiety attack. And and, and Gavin recognizes it. Yep. And and it's like the whole it's like a family. They're yep. all they're all there. Like all the teammates are there to support Oliver. And yep. it is like, I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you I just need you to help me through it. I just need you to be there to support me. Yep. 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 Um, um there's this moment with Oliver, um he's watching Gavin's press conference and he's mm-hmm. and he's uh this is his internal monologue. I love Gavin, whether or not he'll love me back. I love him if he comes out of retirement or walks away from the game forever. I love him, and I don't know when it happened. When annoyance gave way to affection, when bickering became foreplay and lust's grip became love's fist wrapped around my heart until its every beat was just for him. He also says later on in the page, he says, um, I still don't know if he'll be there, but now I know the truth. The nature of my heart, the fullness with which I love and live means that to love is to risk deep pain. And it also opens my world to incredible intimate love. And I want that with him. I want Gavin. This book guys. I know this fucking book, man. It's just so good. It's so good. I mean, I, I like you said, I would, I would highlight the whole, the whole fucking book. I mean, Oh yeah. I mean, I, the amount it was difficult for me to like even find quotes to read on the show because mm-hmm. I just loved so much of this book that I highlighted a significant portion of it. Yeah. Like a significant yeah. portion. Yeah, I mean like yeah. I I've read a lot of male male. This one hit really and I think it's well because of the Ted Lasso thing I think I probably would I mean as much as like we said yeah I mean it but it does help that there is that you know um a little bit grumpy grumpy sunshine well yes but also I think there are just so many I mean yes the Ted Lasso thing but there are just there are so many just human things that happen in this book that I think anyone can relate to um, there's another part, like during Gavin's press conference, um, says, Oh, are you going to read the thing? No, I'm going to read, okay. um, before the thing. Okay. 
He swallows thickly again, bites his cheek. And so, it is with gratitude for the journey that I have been fortunate enough to know, the players I have called teammates, the coaches who have shaped and directed me, that I announced my retirement from professional soccer. And I literally, I highlighted it, and then I wrote in a note, why do I have tears in my eyes? Like, I literally... It's, it's the same reason that Keely fucking masturbates to Roy doing his... Oh, yes. That it, doing it when he cries in that press conference. <laughs> it's just because, like, I just... Oh, my God. Multiple times men cry in this book. Multiple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they actually... There's At one point, somebody has a bet with somebody about crying. Yes. Yeah. God, this book is so good, you guys. I mean, so at one point, Gavin, like, fucking listens to a whole bunch of fucking Sondheim. He does. For Oliver. Yep. And I was like, and all of his, I mean, he loves Sweeney Todd. I was like, thank you. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, I mean, he went through the whole list. Like, company? He did. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, because um, Oliver was like, wait, what are your favorite Sondheim? And like, Gavin was yeah. like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I love Sondheim. Um, even though he brought up Bernstein at the end, I was like, fine. I don't like my story, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. I no very much loved all of the Hamilton references. Oh, when you I told mean, me, you texted me and you were like, excellent choice. Loved this book. <laughs> and I just texted back. Just you wait in all caps. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause I said, I've been listening to like the Hamilton the- soundtrack. I was literally sitting in my kitchen reading and I had my laptop up and I had fucking Hamilton playing and I was like, oh. I also, the day after I finished this book, had Hamilton playing the, a good majority of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm telling you, what's the one uh, with um, him, uh, Uptown? Um, oh, where, Uptown um, girl? <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. You know, the song with Billy Oh, it's Joel. Quiet Uptown? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. that song just, is painful. Oh my God. Yep. Um, but I um, cry during that song. Oh, I mean, the show when it oh, comes yeah. down to who lives, who dies, who tells their story, yep. fucking just yep. shoot me in the head, crying. Um. Yep. Um. <sighs> I loved all what's the, the other one. References. What's the other one that they 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 bring up? It's not. It's um. Bah, 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 it's uh. They bring up, um, oh shit, uh, bring up, wait for it, but they also bring up, um, one last time. One yes, last one last time. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So good. All right. So, would you recommend this book? Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yes, I would recommend this yes. book. Would this embarrass our mothers? Some parts of it would for sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know if my mom would read it. But I think, she, like, if I had a, a abbreviated version, she might. Yeah, I feel like if I had a clean version, yeah. my mom would really like it. Yeah. But the yeah. Uh, gay sex, I think she would not like. Uh, uh, I think it would embarrass the living crap out of her. Same, same, same. Yep. Um, do, we, do we do our things here? Do we come back and let's uh Let's take, take a, a brief respite. Come up and do everything. Um, yeah, and then we'll do our ratings and our stunt casting and let these beautiful people return to their uh, daily lives. We'll be back in two and two. 
Okay. Uh, anyway. I'm excited to finish this episode. Let's keep going. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I may have shocked Ray before we began this. Okay, yep. so let's talk about ratings. Or do okay. we just on casting first? It's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we do, want. Let's do ratings first. I like to get ratings out of the way. Perfect. Uh, talk to me about hearts. How romantical was this book? <laughs> romantical. How many of my cockles were burned? Yes. Um, out of five, how many of your five. cockles were burned? Up in flames. In fuego. Four, I'm going to say four and a half. Okay. Yes. I also said, like, I said four. Like, the grand gesture is awesome. And it wasn't, like, super, like, crazy. It was no. just something that... And, and we don't even know about it until, like, after it happens. Like, way after it happens. Well, but, yes. but even, like, so it's, like, a two-part grand gesture. Because it there's is. a thing that you don't even know about until after it happens. But mm-hmm. then, like, there's, like, a person making a significant effort to see mm-hmm. the other person. Yeah. Oh. Mwah. Worth it. Yes. Worth it. Perfect. All right, hit me in the face with your eggplants. <laughs> I, I again four. This book was hot as fuck. You know, and and I'm gonna say the same thing I said for satisfaction guaranteed because I said three and a half. I'm gonna say three and a half too. Okay, fair, fair. Because he kept saying fair, and I'm like, I know what you're talking about, but you can say it. You can say that word, right? But like, there were a couple moments where, like, first of all, Gavin's okay with dirty talk. Perfect. Oh, that, you know what? Actually, I might I might bump it up for this dirty talk because it was, it was fucking dirty. It was when he said, "I'm gonna blow my load." I was like, "Oh, I am. I'm here for this. Thank you." Also, so, there, you know what? There's like <laughs> two scenes where, uh, well, there's We're one edging. like in the locker room where like there is so much sexual tension. I, okay, you know what? Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, four. Because I actually sent it to you, and I was like, I can't. I I actually like. I was so hot. I was like, I don't know what I. I I, I had that like. What do I do? do? (laughs) No, it was so hot. Like you could feel it. And then there's another. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to like spoil it because it was such a beautiful thing. But like, there's a moment. There's a moment. In the kitchen. Oh, that was really good too. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking that in the bed. I mean, there's just oh, 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 oh my god, yes. <laughs> so oh, fucking yeah, four, hot. four, 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 four. <laughs> like borderline four and a half, maybe. It's so yeah. good, like so there's, good. The sexual tension is just off the fucking charts. It like very much is. I was like, do I need to go watch porn? I don't even know. Like, do I? Yes, I probably it. do. Considering it. Yeah, not even considering. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, yeah. Yep. Real yeah. good. Real good. And just very, very well written sexual attention. And you know, it's really funny. Like, it, the, the, we don't get the piece de resistance until the very end. Uh, spoiler. Sorry, guys. But, I mean, you get enough fucking sexual attention up until then, believe me. But we get, I mean, we get all, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Until then, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's all of it's hot. Yeah, all of it's hot. It's all hot, and and it's not like, and yeah, I think I honestly like I agree with you. I think Gavin's dirty talk put puts it up very hot. It's so oh, fuck me. It's hot. Very hot. Yep. Okay, let's do some stunt casting. <sighs> okay, yeah, let's do that. Oh my god. Okay, right. <clears throat> let's do the uh, old guy. 
The old guy. We didn't even talk about the old guy, but let's do the old guy. Um. Okay, so Gavin has, like, no friends, right? But, like, he plays yeah. poker with some old dudes from the neighborhood. Some old dudes. And one of them, his name is Mitch. Mm-hmm. Mitch O'Connor. Yes. He's, like... Which it made me laugh because I almost thought it was, like... <laughs> it's... I, I almost think it's fucking... Um... Eric Cartman's um, alter ego on South Park oh, is Mitch O'Connor. Oh my god! No, I you're almost not think. You're, are you serious? I'm 100 percent serious. Oh my god. Anyhow, keep going. I know it's Mitch. I know it's and I think it's O'Connor. Any, or anyhow, O'Connell. Like it's something like that. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Um. Okay. So uh, now I'm also realizing that um, I looked him up and decided upon him, and then didn't actually ma- I didn't actually pin anything. Um. It's fine. Got it. Nailed it. Um, all right, so we don't really get, like, a good description of Mitch. Mm -mm. Um, we know he's, like, I assumed he was, like, in his 60s, maybe, early 70s. Like, I didn't get the impression he was, like, super old. Like, he still goes on walks every morning. Right, right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like, still able-bodied, still agile-ish and mobile. Um... Mm -hmm. Like borderline elderly, you know, like he's getting there. Yeah. Um, his wife he's died. Seventies. Yeah, yeah, like his wife died. You know, like he's he's living alone, but uh, loves hanging out with. There was like a gay couple amongst their poker Jorge crew. And, and Jim and Itsuki. There was a guy with like an Asian Itsu- name. It's Itsuki. Itsuki. Yeah, love it very much. Um, their poker mm-hmm. crew was like another thing that I could have chosen. See, and I was kind of like uh, on on the borderline with them because, like, at some point, them. I was like, okay, I kind of, I kind of, little, spun a little bit on that one. The thing that I loved about them, I liked Mitch a lot. Yes. Okay. So Mitch, this is my Mitch. Now, again, we don't get like a lot of description of him, so I was just like, this is the person I'm choosing. The end. Um. Oh my god! What? what? I love this person. Right? I love this actor. I love him. Yes, his name is Keith David. <laughs> He's oh. awesome, just generally yes. as a human, um, as far as oh. I know, anyway. I mean, fuck, fuck. He's the most awesome, like, fuck, I mean, if you like horror movies, you know who fucking Keith David is. What is he, hang on. Oh, The Thing, They Live, he's the, f- he's the fucking shit, like, he's. So, um, oh, yes, I Short of Tony see. Todd, he is, like, fucking the shit. He was also in he's... a amazing movie called um oh fuck what was it called oh god the the he, dumpster man he's the, been the in garbage. a ton of things i mean the movie with um, um using... charlie sheen and emilio estevez the hockey movie oh, he, no 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 oh oh what the fuck was that called uh he was on an episode of american dad he was in catwoman um uh he's Rick and he's Morty. the voice of um of the bad guy, the villain in the Prince, the, the Prince Princess of the Frog. And the Frog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Men at Work. That's the one I'm thinking of. Men, Men at, at Work. work. He, yep. he was on Blackish for an episode, um, NCIS New Orleans. Everyone's been on NCIS. Um, yeah, I mean, like I was. Fresh off the boat. Um, he's been in so oh. many fucking things. I mean, the man has had like a storied career. Yeah, one of my um, one of the podcasts I listen to, they have um, like a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, sorry. 
the old the old one, right? Yeah, yeah. He plays um T V series, Sal Commander. Oh, okay. It's a TV series from twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen. I don't know. Oh, it's the the new um CGI one. Yeah, it's okay. Um, the one podcast I listen to, they um they do like a little game show at, at like be- beginning and and what they're doing is like they're trying like um depending on who wins for each season is they they buy a cameo, and oh. this season it possibly might be Keith David. Last was um Ernie Hudson from Go- Ghostbusters, so Keith David's on the table. I'm very excited. About very it. excited. Um, oh, I love it. Coraline. I- he was the cat in Coraline. Yes, yes, he was. Oh my god, oh Keith David's fucking baller, man. He's been in a Ugh. lot of things, like a he lot of things. He has been, and he's like so underrated, and he's such yeah. a good because he, he's got that beautiful voice. He does. It's so like it's like Tony Todd, like Tony Todd and Keith David have this beautiful, like very bass voice. Yeah, and it's oh, and very soothing, gorgeous. which I think is yes. why like I gravitated toward him because I was I just pictured like this old man with a soothing voice. It's interesting because I went, I, I I went with an old man. I also went with an old man from uh, a horror movie. So um, here is my. Oh, did you choose a Mitch? I did choose a Mitch. I had somebody in mind as I was reading it, and so um, let's see, Kami. Uh, <gasps> oh my god! I fucking forgot he played Keith the handyman on Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes, <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. This is my, um, this is my match. Um, and, uh, it's funny because I was just, just watching. Um, oh, the same? okay. That makes sense. I picked John Saxon. Okay. Who, he passed away, um, two years ago at this point. Um, so one young, one older. Um, John Saxon mostly, I mean, like, mostly known for the horror community. We know him as Nancy's dad in Nightmare on Elm Street, but he's been on, like, in everything. Like, if you think of John Saxon, if you see him, you're like, oh, that dude. Like, he's one of those characters Mm -hmm. that, like, but he was attractive up in even, like, as an older man. And I found even once older than the one I, I sent you, where I was like, okay, yeah, I'd still do it. I'd still throw a leg over it. Um, because Mitch, Mitch, Mitch got a girlfriend in this book. He's gonna. He a eventually has a girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I'm feeling it. But that's that's mine. I love that. Love that story. All right. Do you want to do? Since you kind of know who my Gavin is, want to do Gavin? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I, I mean, I was like, I could make the choice, right? I think you knew I was gonna choose. I did know that you, I had a hunch, I suppose. Um, So I specifically went with someone different. And let me fucking tell you. I I looked at a lot of pictures. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sorry. I mean, no one should be. His hair is probably darker. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Gavin. Um, Hang on. I was thinking about Oliver, but regardless, don't care. Will happen again. Same story. Looked at a lot of pictures. Um, I think I've actually chosen this actor for someone else, um, and I don't care. Um, I looked for every single moody, broody picture of this actor. I chose Theo James, y'all. 
Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, I just... He's I, my I age. I, I did not know I, this. I, he's all... I was bit by, like... <laughs> like, like, bloody and squeaky. I was bit by, like, fucking... He's oh. 37 years old. He's beautiful. He lo- still somehow looks 25. Is he biracial? I don't know. Look at this photo of him in a suit. I guess it's a tux, probably. Um, oh, but here's one of him, of him in a suit. Here you go. It's navy blue. And very yeah. nice. I specifically did not, chose, did not choose a single photo of him smiling. God, he's so pretty. He's so he's pretty. So pretty. He's and he's also a good actor too. So like that's that that's like for him, and he's British. So he is I British. Mean, that oh. was something that like because Gavin lived in Europe for so long, he's picked up a lot of British yeah. slang. Well, I'm right because he calls him love and and he says uh, oi, mate. oi, yeah. oi, oh. which is something that oi. Roy Kent absolutely says oh he just does 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 he mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah yes he does oh i love it i fucking love it i'm fucking so excited Theo james man we're gonna talk about him very shortly and i'm very excited about it oh yes we are Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. anywho well here's mine and you know it you know who it is so i'm just gonna send these on over to you mm. i'm excited because i made my own pins He's so attractive. So, <laughs> y'all know who it is. It's Brett Goldstein. Come on, come on. Oh, right? I called him Brett Goldblatt earlier, I think. I know. I just Sorry. let you do oh, it. Oh, thank you. You could have corrected it's me. Fine. I don't care. It's fine. I don't care. I mean, I I, you know, I specifically wanted one where he was smiling and two where he was wearing that fucking black on black on black mm-hmm. suit. Um, Because that's... That's him. He's oh, so attractive. Like he's so attractive. He's so pretty. That fucking photo oh. of him smiling kills me. That's a Vanity Fair. I, I could not find a. I've saved that one, so I could like I could use it because I actually I created the pin for it because we couldn't. I could not find it. Um, oh, attractive. Attractive, and he's also from what I understand so nice. Like I've heard he's so sweet, mm-hmm. and. He just seems like it. He seems like, and also he's fucking. He writes for the show. Like, yeah, he's one of the writers. He's one of the writers, and he he was the person who was like, "You guys, I think I'm Roy, I'm Roy Kent. Kent." Yes. Yeah, and then and he like, like made a like he did a demo reel. Like he read yes. lines and like he didn't just expect he was going to get the role. Like he no. read it for them, and they're like, and they were like, yes. "Yes, you're right. You are Roy Kent." Okay. And I cannot yeah. imagine anyone else. Well, if you've not seen his, um, his, <laughs> he is a whole, like, uh, during a pandemic series where he is, um, doing like a dating series with a plant. It's amazing. <laughs> I would recommend it. It's like, it's him being just, just being like Brett Goldstein, just being awesome and falling in love with the plant. It's hysterical. Um, it's it, it is suddenly Seymour. I love it. It's great. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, he just seems like a nice dude. God, he's hot, and he's also beautiful. And yeah. you know, you know how I feel about like dark hair, dark eyes. I, I love it. I do. Um, all right, let's move on to Oliver. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> all right. Um. Okay, like I said, this is where I was, this is the journey that I was going down. 
Junior. Earlier. Um, okay, so uh, this... Remember how in the past we have been like, how are Turkish men so hot? Mm. Well, we're going to revisit that discussion today. Because they are. You tell me, man. You tell me. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Holy cats! <laughs> it's just going to keep getting better, dude. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you that it's just going to keep getting better without just continuing to send you photos. I think I just, I got, I came. I'll I think bet I you did. Someone's... There's a six pack oh photo. God. There you go. And here's like a rugged outdoorsman photo. Um, Cause Oliver is growing like his glasses. hair out. The, remember? The glasses don't, don't do it for me, but the six packs does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet Jesus. I just grabbed my boobs. <laughs> I don't blame you. I really don't. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Who is this beautiful I like, will tell person? you. It took me a few photos of actually looking for him because I saw many photos, but not his name. His name is. Uh, it's spelled like can as in like a can of Pepsi. Can Yaman. All A's. C A N. Y A M A N. Born in Istanbul. Uh, he's not been in that many things, uh, but he was born in 1989. He could be. In me. He could be. Um, he's just really, he's really pretty. He's really pretty. He's fucking gorgeous. He is I, really beautiful. I've never wanted to touch someone's abs as much. Yeah, as... that one photo. Uh huh. Yeah. Again, I don't like the sunglasses, but I will. Well, sure. But you we'll know, throw those into the pool. Throw those. As, he doesn't need them. I'll eat them into the sun. Um, I oh, am licking his fuck. thumb gutters. Hang on. Oh, gonna make it worse for you. Here you go. Oh, are these cum, are cum gutters? No. FYI, guys, my phone now autocorrects cum it gutters. It does. It does. You're I'm welcome. very excited about it. Oh God. You know what? This one is one of those ones where you could do whatever you wanted to him. You could so possibly peg him. <laughs> he looks so like he'd pretty. let you. Maybe. He'd look like he'd let you. As then he'd also build you a table. He probably would. God, he's pretty. I love it. Anyway, so like I said, his hair is probably like a little darker than it should be. However, it also has like a reddish hue to it in some photos which kind of fits with the bergman line like ren has yeah. red hair you know yep mm-hmm. um also don't care so attractive yeah. doesn't matter right fuck i don't know why they build them so nice out there well <clears throat> there's another part of the of the world that builds them nice are you gonna tell me who your oliver is mm-hmm. i'm sending it fuck over right yes now. I've used this person before and I don't fucking care because at some point <clears throat> um, somebody says uh, he calls him Thor. Yeah. And um, hang on. You just pick- sent me a V. Oh, God damn it. Hold on. There we go. Mm. The same one. No, it's different. Okay. Good. 
I pick Chris Hemsworth, guys. Because at one point, Gavin says the light hits him like Thor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Also, I've like, seen- there's, he, there's talks of, like, Oliver growing out his hair. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially now with Thor Love and Thunder coming out and his hair is... Wait, are you giving this look like you don't know this is coming out next month? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm looking it up right now. He's naked in the movie. Shut the fuck up. No, he's he's naked in the trailer. They dig they do you know they digit you know digitize his butt, but he's naked in the movie. What we don't see his his schlong, but we we see his butt. Yeah, Taiko Waititi was on something. Uh, Stephen Colbert, and he's like, yeah, we worked with what we had. And that means Gold. Chris Hemsworth butt. Yep. Okay, I'll watch this after um, we're done talking. We'll we'll talk about it afterwards in our, our discussion, our okay. group discussion. Perfect. In our book club meeting. Our book club meeting um, right afterward. Yep. <clears throat> yep. It's a book club part two, because this is essentially a book club also. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, Holy so, shit. Okay. Yeah. Because we can also talk about how of a hard-on I have for Natalie Portman in that movie. Mm-hmm. So, because um, she's Lady Thor. Um... So that's my, that's, that's my Oliver. Okay. All right. Cool. Because we also talk about ages because I mean, like, I mean, I think myself and, um, uh, Chris Hemsworth are the, are the same age. So, I mean. Yeah, that might be right. And Oliver's 24. So, I mean, whatever. All right. Let's move on to. What are we reading? Is that what we're what doing? Are we reading? We're already yeah, on to go that. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, you're 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 up first, baby. Okay, so uh, I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but my job has developed a book club. Um, oh, you didn't say that. Oh, I thought I did. Okay, so anyway, did you see it last weekend? No, it wouldn't have been last. It would have been before, mm-hmm. like maybe last month or something. Um, regardless, uh, my office has developed a book club. And I don't make suggestions because these would be my suggestions. Okay. (laughs) So um, I, we, there's generally a poll. Like people will say like, this is a book that I heard was really good. And then like, we'll, Mm -hmm. you know, slack poll, like make choices. Um, So the one that was chosen for our next meeting of the book club is I think Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. Uh, We are reading the guest list by Lucy Foley. Um, I'm like a, about a third of the way through the book. It's I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mult, it's suspense, multiple different points of view. Um, it takes place at a wedding on like a remote island in Ireland that is like supposedly haunted. People have died there. And so like, Ooh. yeah, it's really cool. I think you'd actually really like it. Um it's very fascinating, but the book literally begins with, like, it's a wedding. It's a wedding weekend. And something that I love very much about it is that the wedding night is, like, its own character. So, like, the book opens with, um, hang on, let me let me pull this up. Um, there are, like I said, multiple different points of view. Um... The first chapter is the wedding night. This is why I texted you and I said, how do you pronounce this name? And you said, I think you said Effie or Effie. Effie, yep. Mm -hmm, Okay, mm -hmm. so the wedding night is chapter one. Effie is... Or Aipha. Aipha is chapter two. 
Then Hannah is one of the wedding guests. Jules is the bride. Jono is the best man. Olivia is the maid of honor or bridesmaid. Um, so you get like multiple points of view. Um, but the wedding night is a point of view. Like the wedding night is a character. That's cool. It is fucking awesome. Like it's a really great idea. Um, but well, she is Lucy Foley has another a bunch of books because yes. I recognize the yeah yes she does. Um, so the you learn like starting out someone has been murdered the day of the wedding, mm-hmm. and there's a horrible storm going on, and so like it's the creep factor is like accentuated, you know, and then you go back in time, so mm-hmm. you the wedding night is in real time, but then you're going Ooh. back to see like what happened the day before. Oh, that's cool. It is very cool. So every time you end up with, like, the wedding night, the wedding night is present day. But then then thus far, anyway, it could be different later on. But then thus far, every, like, um, Afa or Effa or whatever you said her mm-hmm. name is. Afa. Afa. Afa, Hannah, Jules, and Jono's chapters are all, like, the day before. The day before the wedding. What's leading up to it. And you start to learn, like, then... Every character has secrets, and you're piecing those together, like, as you go on, and it's real good. Oh, I like it's that. Re- I, like I think you'd legitimately really like it, and it reads quickly. Because um, I like that one book. I don't know if we ever talked about it. The one that um, that was, like, um, there was a, it was a body. I think, I think um, our friend mm-hmm. and I talked about the book before. It was, like, there was a body in the, in the uh, peat moss. Oh, yes. Similar to yeah. that. Like, so similar. Yeah. It's, um, was that the Tara French books? Those are also, Poss- like, suspense books. Because I didn't like the second one. You guys liked it, and I didn't like it. Okay. Um, Maybe not. So, again, like, things with the peat moss. Like, there's a whole, a ton of people have died in this island, like, a whole family. It's really, I like, like I think, I think you would enjoy it. I've thought about you a lot, because, like, you know, murder mystery, but then also like Ireland. You know, <laughs> Ireland, 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 Ireland. Well, also because I'm not going to be able to go to the um, the uh, Irish festival this year. They're not having it. They've canceled it. They're not having it. No, they're having it out where I'm at. Oh, you're welcome to come. I'm not saying I won't. But just because me out. because Ween's gonna come with us. Oh well, then I'm gonna just gonna have to. Come. And my father said we should get a a lift so that all of us don't have to drive. When my father said, "Stop it None right of us are now!" Drive. Stop it right, right, right now, right, right. We could all just crash in someone's house. Like, I mean, I have a lot of places for people to sleep. Am I gonna sleep on your couch with two dogs? Um, it's I, possible. Um, I have I have um, a pullout couch. I have two pullout. Cou- I have a pull. Out, I have a pullout bed, which for two people. I have a ottoman that pulls out to a bed. Can I, I get my mom to take our child so that Mr. Veronica and I can both come? Yes, I'm gonna need you to text would, me that date. Yes, because I would love for you to come. I will. I will die a little. I mean. Because I haven't, and Ween and I have talked about it a little bit, but yeah, we're 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 excited because it's literally a mile down the street. Stop it. Okay, we're going to discuss this offline, as they would yeah, say. We have a lot of things. To we have discuss a lot of offline. things to discuss. All right. So, um, three what things. Do you read? I have three things. 
three things real quick. Okay. One, my boss bought me, um, what the fuck is it called? It's called Trevor Noah's book, Born to Cry. Oh, awesome. I haven't read it yet. Is it yeah. good? It's good. I mean, she bought, like, literally she bought it for everybody in the Aww. office. She read it and she loved it. She wanted everyone else to read Aww. it. He's amazing. We all love Trevor Noah. I love Noah. Trevor Noah. Um, I have a recommendation for my friend Brady, who lives down in D.C. Um, he wanted, he and, and it's also, the reason I'm recommending it is because it's Pride Weekend, or Pride Week. And it's Secret City um, by James Kerchick. Um, let me just, and there's a whole big, uh, it's it's not just, um... Uh, Ooh, the hidden history of gay Washington. Thank you. That's <gasps> the whole thing. I was trying to get it out, but yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's he's currently reading it, and he's recommended it to me. So I'm going to recommend it to everybody. Interested? So, Ooh, it's a very long book. It is. It, he sent me a picture. It is very long. This <laughs> but, is Zapata double. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. I mean, which should tell you a lot there because it, guess what? there's a lot of gays in college. It should. In government. It really should. Yep. But the one that I'm currently reading um, is An Heiress's Guide to Deception and Desire by Amanda Collins. And I'm fucking loving it because um, you've got Marriage of Convenience. You've got Second Chance Love. You've got Enemies to Lovers. You've got... It's just... And it's also well-written. And um, I just got to the point where they're now having to get married because, of course... They've been compromised. You know, and she's, oh, it's so sweet because she's kind of like, they're trying to solve a mystery because her friend has been kidnapped. Ooh. And so she's trying to find out, like, from one of uh, her friend's admirers, because she's an actress. The friend is an actress. And um, they they were too, like, her and her, you know, her, you know, previous betrothal, you know, betrothed, um, ha, uh, were, like, they missed the intermission because they're at the the theater, oh. and um, they come back in, and everyone's waiting for them. And they come in the room, and they're like, and she literally says, "If she could say, oh fuck, she would have." And she's like, "Oh," oh. and because part of like she had been accosted by a drunk person, and part of her dress had been torn. Oh, so he had fixed her dress for her. And at, at some point, like, her father is in, um, uh, is, is a merchant. So, you know, that is like, he, he has more money than God, but because he is in mercantile, he's not, you know, they, they consider them lower class. Um, and so like she, to save her dad from, she's like, well, we were, um, we were hanging out because he asked me to marry him. So I'm. So I'm getting I said, married. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting married. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's very good. I really like it because uh, she puts him in her, her, his plate, you know, his paces before she gets to. Uh, yep. That whole. It's good. I like it. Love that story. Yep. I love it. Um, I I mean it's tough it's tough with those movies like I know how everyone feels about like it's tough with historical romances because you know you, you have to like dis, you know suspend your disbelief sure. and you have to like like it, I like it just because I'm like I like that strong will mm-hmm. woman but I, I get it um, I, get I it. sent this to our friend Cherry Pop 
who, by the way, I told her that that's what we call her on this podcast. She's fine with it. Yeah. Um, I sent this to her because of the uh, one of the names in this book. Of my book or your book? Yours. Of care. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. And and uh, it is shortened to the word. It sure is. Yep. So that's going to be uncomfortable. Eh. When we get to a certain point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she doesn't have to read it. I'm just saying, like, look at this. Um, cool. Awesome. <laughs> I think that looks cool. I like that idea. It's like, I also like the, I love the cover of the, the fucking It is book, really so pretty. Beautiful. It is really yeah. pretty. I love that dress. I'm also really liking these. Like, I, I we, you and I have talked about this before. I really like the, either the cartoon line drawing mm-hmm. or I like the, like, this one is so realistic. It looks like two people, like, they're just like, here, throw these clothes on and go out into this yard. Yeah. Like, he looks like, and I mean, I really do like this one. I don't, I don't know what it is about them, but really I like cute. this cover. It seems very natural. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I also Anyhow. just really like that dress. I like blue. It is what it is. Me, you and me both. It's my favorite color. Me too! Yeah, it's my favorite color. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my house, most of my stuff is blue. I love that. I mean, obviously, my favorite color my is blue. My bedroom's blue. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. God, I love blue. It's the best color. Okay. I never had a, a favorite color color for the longest time really? but like i think like yeah i mean I think it was like it was probably like maybe about 10 years ago i was like i really like blue i mean that's why i have a blue christmas tree don't tempt me don't don't tempt me with a good time me. don't threaten me with a good time um what do we have coming up oh wait um P.S. So what have we been listening to? I finally. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I this is finally fun. started listening to How Did This Get Made? It's amazing. Isn't it, it is not so good. And I never realized that June Diane Rayfield. I did not realize that June Diane Raphael is married to the dude on that show. To, um, yeah. Why is my his brain? Like, what Man. the fuck is? Hang on. I'm opening it. Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Paul Shear. I did not yeah. know that they were married. They're like, once you're like, really? But the, but the more you listen to are like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But Zooks. Yeah, Zooks. I love the show The League. Zooks yeah. and Paul Shear are both on The League. Yeah. And I also love I mean, Grace and Frankie. June, Diane, Raphael. On so have you... Grace and so Frankie. So I would say, if you, if you have Stitcher... No. So, if you like, if you have Stitcher, if you you know, it's free unless you have a premium Stitcher, um, because what you're listening on, I would assume Spotify, right? I was listening on Apple, like okay, Apple because there's only like a certain number, and then they have actually moved over to Stitcher Premium. Oh, okay. Um, to so like the old episodes, like I've listened to from oh, the fucking beginning. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, um. <laughs> they're just it's amazing it's such an amazing podcast um i would say like birdemic is one of the best ones um a talking cat i mean it's funny because like you see if you listen to a lot of these horrible like these bad movie podcasts like i do like the cert- the same movie kind of like 
filters along all of them like fateful sure. findings is another one that filters along. i just all listened of them. to the catwoman episode it was pretty funny oh my god yes yeah yeah and i also listened adam to scott- moonfall which is pretty funny adam scott is always on for the fast and furious ones um it's amazing um yeah i oh my god so funny <gasps> so good nick kroll is on for time cop i'm gonna have to watch I'm oh nick kroll's on from the beginning nick kroll's on the um from justin to kelly i believe again episode, nick kroll the very beginning the league <sighs> yeah so good um okay yeah yeah so anyway that's why i mean dan harman's dan harman's on one that made me so angry dan harman's on one where he actually calls the fucking muppets like the worst or something <gasps> like that. and i was like we're done here i will never Stop listen to it. anything about it. Yeah, I mean, even though I like Rick and Mar- Morty, but I'm like, Dan Harmon, you can go fuck yourself. Okay, well, you guys are going to, we're going to talk about the Muppets again in a little bit. Okay, what are you listening to? So, I've been watching a lot of, I've been having it in the background, it's Dateline. So, Dateline has a podcast. So, if you like, I can't watch the show Dateline, I can watch, I can listen to the podcast. So, what they do is the same thing is uh, with um, The Daily Show does, is they take their show and they just digitize it to like the uh, you know for an audio file, so you can listen to an episode of the Daily Show, which I would assume is harder than Dateline. Dateline, I would assume like you wouldn't get the the funny references with. with it's um, it's nice to Daily watch show. Trevor Noah. It's nice to watch their body language, especially like the, the anchors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah the correspondence. Uh-huh. Um, but so. I mean, if you just want to hear beautiful Keith Morrison's dulcet tones, I would say, please do. Also, if you have pe- if you have Peacock, there's so many amazing doc docu series on Peacock right now. Um, ones that will make you cry, angry, whatever. Um, I was texting with Veronica. I got so mad. Yeah. I was gonna go burn a city down in Pennsylvania. Um, I mean, I did have a huge bonfire last night. It. <laughs> The one that I watched that will make you cry and be angry is Sins of the Amish. It's I don't. I, I literally said to you, please stop telling me about this. Um, there's also one. It's called um, Monsters Amongst Us, I think it was called. Uh, it's about one case down in uh, Alabama. Um, but there is one called Family Massacre where it is about, like, um, these are all docu-series where, and they also have a lot of the stuff from Oxygen, so I would recommend Peacock, too. Oy. Okay. I know. I fell down a rabbit hole, guys. I don't know you what You did. Fuck. Also, you'll think I fell down? It's like, so fucking, because this is going to lead into what we're, we're fucking going to be leading to next month, is, um, so Goodreads now is just recommending fucking fan fiction for people. Hmm. For me in particular, it was like, hey, you should read this Draco Malfoy, um, Hermione Granger yeah. um, mm-hmm. romance. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then the one particular one that they were recommending to me, Penny Reed has read and uh, reviewed. Yep. Penny Reed likes fanfic. Which is fine. Yeah. I was just like, it was, it, it, it opened a, a rabbit hole that I was not ready to go down but i went down it guys i went down the draco malfoy hermione granger there's a lot of that rabbit hole a lot of it uh the reason ray brings this up is because uh in july we have decided we've been talking about this for a long time and we're basically just looking for an opportunity to do it Mm -hmm. um we are going to do penny reed month in july we are starting with 
uh, Hermit and the Hooker. Hooker and the Hermit? I forget. Hermit and the Hooker. Hermit and the Hooker. Um, we'll do that. That one, that one will release on July 12th. And then uh, her next book in the um, Folk series is coming out at the end of the month. Folk around and find out. That is Hank's mm-hmm. book, long awaited. Frankly, I'm so excited about this. I'm book. very excited. Um, there's a teaser at the at the end of um, what is that? Folking around. Folking. Just folking around. Uh, hang on. Totally folked. That's what it was. The, the, the prequel. One yes. Just folking around. Yeah. 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 So uh, there is there's a, a teaser to it. And it's Hank, the owner of um, the Pink Pony, I think is that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Pink Pony. Um, so you get like a, he's friends with Bo, and Jethro was a co-owner of the Pink Pony. So you've gotten like a lot of Hank in bits and pieces in the Winston Brothers world. And I thought for some reason in my head, he was like a lot older than I anticipated him to be. I'm very excited. I am so, and, and the person that's like, the heroine mm-hmm. is not who you'd anticipate it to nope, be. Nope, she is not. So I'm very excited. Very excited. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I finally read a book from the Sparty Pants romance series. Which one did you read? Um, it was in that fall, like I was telling you, like that fall, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hang on, let me find it. Fall into romance or whatever? Yes, yeah. it was um, Jiffy Kate, I think was the, fall in love, that's what it is. Jiffy Kate was the author. Hang on. God damn it. Um, let me find it. I will. Hard pressed was good, but that's not it. Um, Stud Muffin was the book. Oh, I've seen that one. What? Which one is that one? That one is. Um, it's a woman who she's the Duchess of Muffins. She works for the Donner Bakery. Okay. She ends up uh, Tempest Cassidy. Wait, is she the one who, uh, she's in the divorce? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I love that one. It is good. And she in uh, the, the, like, the the Norwegian guy. Yes. Right? He's He's like a UFC fighter. Yes. Yes, I love that one. It was so good. Because it starts off with her going to, to, like, jail. It certainly fucking does. Yes, I love that one. It's so good. And her dad is like the bail bondsman, and he's like friends yes. with Sheriff James. And so she's she like, getting can you just fucking let her arrested? Yes. 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 It's so good. And like, she finally has like, she goes to like do some like anger management classes. Yes. And stuff she like gets that. literally, she has to go to anger management classes as defined by the court. Yes. Yeah. And, and you feel so bad for her because she's been cheated on. Yes. Like she gets, like it's just it's rough for her. I feel so yes. fucking bad for her. Yeah. Like I was angry with her on that one. Oh, for but then, sure. But then the Norwegian is just amazing. Yep. Yes, and then all of his friend, all of his family comes to town. That's what the rest of the books are. Oh yeah. right, because his brother is. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna have come to, to fucking finish all of those. All right. So yep. anyway, Penny Reed Month. That's why we're talking about this. So Penny Reed Month is July. We're super excited. If you know anything about this podcast, first of all, if you are new here, welcome. <laughs> but we love Penny Reed here. We our very first episode ever was Friends Without Benefits. 
Penny Reed. We've done Totally Folked. We would do pretty much any Penny Reed book. As we have learned, uh, Penny Reed, like, don't doubt her. She will not let you down. Right, right, right. We love her right. so much on this show. Um, so anyway, that's where we're going. August 9th, we're doing Book Lovers, finally, from Emily Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, Lee is coming back for husband material. And in between all those places. Oh, I forgot. Yes. We are doing, uh, we're no, before, no, before, before we start all of Penny this, Reed, before we start Penny yeah, Reed before month, we start Penny Reed month, we are going to do, so Netflix is releasing Persuasion with Dakota. No, no, no. What's, what's her name? Nope. Other one. Um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey Lady. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. Johnson. Dakota Johnson? Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Go. I was fanning. I started saying fanning. Dakota Johnson and um, Henry Golding. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Henry Golding mm-hmm. earlier. And then some gorgeous guy. I don't know. He's British. Whatever. He's what pretty. Um, and they're doing Persuasion. Yep. So we're going to do we're doing that on uh, July page 5th. of screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're doing a page of screen on Persuasion. Yep. So. Very excited. Let's well, all angst the fuck up. Yep. Second chance yep. romance. Which yep. I love. Um, and then going into September, so we will have one free episode, basically, before we start Hispanic Carriage Month. So, um, recently, <laughs> uh, I've been wanting on our list from the very fucking beginning. I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine From the it. very beginning, um, a book from Maria Luis called Road to Fire has been on our list. I put it on our list because the uh, blurb made me gasp out loud. So I put it on our list. Well, then this week, Maria Luis made that free. And so I was like, oh, awesome. Like, I just went and downloaded it. Like, one day I'll read it, you know, whatever. And so I was like, hey, Ray, this book is free. Just FYI, it's on our list. Maybe you want to download it while it's free. So so you were like, well, we have, like, a free week. Like, maybe we should, like, pop it on the list or whatever. Because the next one in the series, there's, um, there's already a book two in the series. But there's a third one coming out, I think, in July. And so we were like, well, maybe we should just do it because the third book is coming out. And then you were like, this book is going to be angsty. I hate you. And I was like, well. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of like back and forth where I said, if I had to put stones in my pockets and walk into Lake yeah. Erie, I'm going to haunt you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And don't worry, I will fry Wolf- your hard drives. So don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's fine. If I have Virginia Woolf you, it's fine. It's fine. I will at least understand. Maybe we could have, like, conversations. We could figure out a way to, like, communicate. Get a Ouija board. No, Ouija board. Those really freak me out. Can you just figure out how to, like, tap on things? We'll make, like, a... Oh, oh, like, satisfaction guaranteed. I will get some fucking, like, string lights. Yes. Get some string lights. Yes. 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 It'll be, like, Stranger Things and Satisfaction Guaranteed. Like... Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Like, old school Stranger Things. So, like, just make the Mm -hmm. lights flicker, okay? We'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. When I kill myself, it's oh, cool. great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll figure that out later. That's that's a private discussion for cool. us, and then we'll hop into Hispanic Heritage Month. So that takes oh, us yeah, through gonna, yeah. like mid September. I like it. I like it. A I'm lot. super excited. Yeah, super excited. Oh, I forgot that's right. This like. Hispanic Heritage Month starts the middle of September. Right, yeah. It's not like a solid like 1 to 30 month. It's like 15 to 15. Guys. I know. We love you. Just. I know. It's difficult. But we'll, you know. It's okay. We're white. So, like, we have no legs to stand on. 
Okay. No, we have no right to None. say anything about anything. Nope. That's Y'all fine. make your months when nope. you want them. It's fine. We will just. We will work yep. it out. We're okay. We'll work it Don't out. Don't worry about us. Um, I got a whiteboard here. I'll put it on. Literally um, a whiteboard. Because we are white. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do people find us? <gasps> oh my God. Okay. So there are quite a few, <laughs> pe- uh, quite a few places people can find us. We have a website. This chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Uh, you can buy our merch at, uh, you can find that link on the website, or you could go to chickletbookclubpodcast.threadless.com, buy our shirts or magnets or whatever you would like. Oh. Uh, Twitter, you can find us at Chicklet Podcast, TikTok, Chicklet Book Club, Pinterest, Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can find our spanking audio lists and our stunt cast, uh, stunt mm-hmm. casting boards. You can email us your constructive criticism, please, at chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we have had people email us uh, videos of them at, at, like, puppy yoga. Also fine. A thousand yeah, percent. I mean, do that all the time. Please. Totally Actually, welcome. Like, more of that, please. Please send Thank more you. of that. Um, yeah. Instagram, we are at chickletbookclubpodcast. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. There are links in the in the episode description. And you can also also support us on Patreon. Yeah, um, guys, it, and I'm not trying to, you know, it just costs us to mm-hmm. run this thing. Yeah. We're good right now, but I would really like that we could just, like, support ourselves. Yeah. So we wouldn't have to, like, I wouldn't have to, like, you know, buy things space and yeah you know support us on patreon or buy some merch or you know even just rate us and review us oh i will give you besides a big kiss on the face um a magnet yeah we will send you a magnet i mean i'll kiss the magnet before i send it to you because i won't actually see we will literally write you a handwritten note please rate us and review it oh yeah rate us and review us buy some merch um, or support us on Patreon. Whatever. We totally respect that everyone has different. Uh, and if you can't do it, we're completely that's totally fine, fine with that too. This is a free totally podcast. Fine. We get that. We understand what yeah, we're getting into. Totally get it. We would like you to spread the word of yeah. CLBC out there. Please. Spread the good news. Spread the spread your knees and spread the word. For Anyhow. someone uh, who respects you. and Or at the very least. Is going to give you a good time. Yep. Um, my beautiful um, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, that's me. How do we? How do we end this thing? In the most obnoxious way possible. <gasps> Bye. Bye. It always Boom. cuts out. <laughs> I know. I can't hear you. I know. It's like, fuck you. Zoom's like, fuck y'all. I absolutely hate you. Yeah, I would... (laughs) I would curse all of your children if I could. Yes, please. They're like, please stop procreating. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 